0: This is a Foobar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Tuesday Takeover with Crystal on Foo Bar Radio.
1: Hello, hello, hello. It's Crystal here. You might know me as your favorite hairy transvestite from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And I'm here for Foobar Radio's Tuesday Takeover. But it's not just me. I'm joined by my very special guest.
2: Special guest? Ah! bitch. I'm just sat here think- looking at you thinking she's doing a really good job at this and she's completely engineered this situation. So everybody listening, my name is Baby Lame. And she doesn't care who knows it. <laughs> and <laughs> I will say something. I agreed to this Tuesday Takeover as a joint headline <laughs> appearance. I don't I'm know, sat here and I'm literally you know, like, where is my name? Yeah, I don't know what could have happened with <laughs>
1: that, that b- soundbite. They must have uh, lost my email. I, something must oh, I don't know what crystal. could have possibly gone wrong there.
2: Small victories She didn't win Drag Race UK, everybody, (laughs) just as a reminder, but for those of you that don't know me, I am a co-host of Drag Race UK, the podcast with Scarlett Moffat. That's right. I'm a drag queen around town. I'm doing my thing. Not quite... You're Baby Lane is
1: a drag icon, an East London <laughs> sensation, and she Make it is making more
2: niche babes at <laughs> East London underground. And she is hairier than
1: I am. Yeah, because you're the hairy queen, aren't you? Apparently, I'm the hairiest queen anyone has ever met. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is exciting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, look I mean, at us on what the radio. Could go
2: wrong. Two you drag queens with no live radio experience hosting a two-hour show.
1: I mean, I, I feel I feel good things
2: in our future. Are you excited about this? I'm, I'm excited. At you. Look
1: at you. I feel. Um, I feel moist, I feel damp, Mm. I don't know if it's excitement or if it's nerves or it's just that
2: lovely cocktail of both. (laughs) Do you know what my favourite thing was before we started this show? Literally, (laughs) listeners, about two minutes before we started the show, we were talking to our wonderful producer and we were like, is there anything we can't do? And she just said, don't break the law. Yep.
3: And, and now still I don't now
2: know I, what is breaking the law. I don't now know I what, suddenly <laughs> feel like
1: anything I do might be breaking the just law. Just don't break yeah. the law. Oh, but like I feel like I did that <laughs> eight times this weekend already. So it's like, ooh. Ooh, wait, can you talk about breaking the law? I mean, I, I feel I feel clammy
2: just thinking about <laughs> it, babes. Just clam away. But what are we, we <laughs> going to talk about on today's show? What are we doing? Because this well, is the, this is the show that. No one demanded. Literally, no one has asked for us Mm -hmm. to be in the radio together to do anything like this.
1: But um, (laughs) we we heard the voices of no one loud and clear, and we thought, you know what? It's time. It's time. It's time time for two white men to have a voice. Men, where? (laughs) 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 It's time to give us a platform um, to talk some (laughs) shit. So we've got two, you know, two famous drag queens just here for two hours, giving you all the gossip all the tea all the Ooh. shade all the chats but it's not just us that sounds it? really
2: vacuous to be honest yeah, as well. It,
1: well you know so I thought I'd, I'd actually bring in some very special guests as well oh, to, help on, who us, we got? to help us to help us you know bring some some credibility to the show so <laughs> uh, coming up coming up soon we've got um a very special guest she's one half of the cocktail Stories. it's sophie anderson yes yes oh come on and she's joined by charlotte rose uh known sexpert and we're going to be having a lovely chat about sex work and stigma and we're going to actually be breaking down some walls today
2: yeah i mean why the fuck not it's 2020 i'm sick about hearing lots of these people conversations about what is right what isn't right It's good to kind of talk about something with a bit of substance. That's right. And speaking of substance,
3: (laughs) (laughs) following on. Seamless link. Yeah, that's me. (laughs)
1: um, We've got my good friend Vinegar Strokes on the show later. Uh, She's going to be coming in to talk about Drag Race UK. Everyone's talking about Jamie. Everyone's talking about Jamie. And yeah, the strangest place she's ever had sex. And the strangest place she's ever had sex. Who knows? We'll ask her anything. She's not shy.
2: (laughs) And. And like- I'm, and then also talking about substantial things, matters that we need to hear about. We are having the lame report later in the show, everybody, Ooh. which is basically the showbiz report that, again, no one has asked for. I have scoured the tabloids, I've scoured the blogs, and I have some of the most. Unuseful but most fascinating pop culture trash knowledge coming your way. I and can't as part wait. of that, we've got an interview with Sybil War, aka the drag queen from SAS Who Dares Wins on Channel 4.
3: Uh, Another SAS reality
2: TV. Th- she Who Dares Wins. <laughs> <laughs> Another drag queen on reality TV. God, we're Can just we're sprouting it? like weeds, aren't
3: we? <laughs> yes, you
2: are. You really are. <laughs> but you know what? I'm really excited that we're doing this, Crystal. <laughs> Me but too. But um, we've already been arguing, haven't we? Yeah, well, we do like to start the day with an argument. With an <laughs> argument, yeah, because, you know, I was really thinking about this show, really passionate about what we're going to be bringing to it, really thinking about, like, notes. So I've been scrawling notes, I've been doing my research. And taking I, it very seriously. Very yes. seriously. And then basically I was to Crystal, you know, oh, Hi, babe, texted you, I'm a bit late with my notes, I'm going to send them over because, you know, obviously I needed her approval <laughs> on them. And then literally the response I got from Crystal was, K, not even OK, K, kiss, kiss, kiss doing my face. Yeah. So that's th- how Crystal's approached this radio I think I got confused show. by the assignment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I Wouldn't think be I for- a first time, yeah, babe, would it? <laughs> I think I forgot that radio is um, an audio medium, so I'm sat here in a lovely drag look, um, inspired by Baby Lame. I've gone for, like, Baby Lame's clown daughter. Gender-neutral creature.
3: Cheeky yes. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But
2: we are on at Fubar Radio on everything, and you can also email us at takeover yes. at foobaradio.com. So if you want to do that, please do. My Instagram is baby.lame. Message us on that. And, you know, a few people want to know about what yours is. How many followers have you got now? You've got, like... Oh, who cares? <laughs> Countless thousands. <laughs>
1: Countless thousands. I've made it. It's, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to You don't need any more followers. No
2: um do feel free what?
1: feel free to not follow me on crystal.will.cu now
2: <laughs> Block rolls on. off
1: the tongue doesn't do you know, it? know what
2: crystal i feel like i'm cheating on you though why because normally i'd be doing this with Scarlett moffat you know oh, an actual yes. celebrity on tv and it just feels like you know sad that she's not here yeah right. you think do she's you... gonna be jealous yeah i think she might be actually do do you think she would no i don't think she's gonna listen yeah, she's probably not. Yeah, she's got a career, she? doesn't she? An actual career. Yeah, yeah. Let that just sink in. But for you a know, second. I'm happy
1: to be the new Scarlett Moffat. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think that's really what anyone is.
2: Expecting, expecting from, from my career But I'm happy to do that But you're thinking about Breaking these boxes About what Drag Race can do So you're gonna <laughs> Mimic Scarlet Moffat Sure yeah. But you know I'm what I'm gonna this become is the a date. northern lady This is the date That will go down in history For this show That will probably be a one-off we'll January be 6th January 6th <laughs> January 7th actually Is it? Yes it Great. is Great Well but who knows The fabulous thing about today is it's, it's an iconic day for celebrity birthdays Is it? Yep tell tell some names at you Yeah Nicolas Cage. Stop it! It's his birthday today. Stop it! And that's a film star. Of, you. When did you last think about Nicolas
1: Cage? I mean, when I was five, and w- watching Face
2: Off. <laughs> what was? What would you say? Is that with John Travolta? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And this what?
1: I don't know. All I remember right, is they with john face. travolta Okay, right sure. Go ahead.
2: Is it wrong? I saw a picture of him with Olivia Newton-John the other day. They were doing, like, a Grease reunion, mm-hmm. as you'd imagine they would do. He kind of looked a bit like a hot daddy. He had a beard. He had, you know, had a bit of um... so, Is that wrong?
1: I'm, I'm mostly just surprised, to be honest, because the last time I saw John Travolta, I felt like he was really... Um, he'd gone full gammon. <laughs>
2: what does that mean you know
1: middle-aged man he had just gone flat yeah. and right. saggy and um he'd lost all of his sex appeal so i'm surprised that he's pulled it back which well, is to great be
2: fair gammon sounds what i go for anyway <laughs> so that's probably why i find <laughs> him attractive and um, what's your favorite nicholas cage film
3: uh
2: <laughs> this is really what i was wow. not expecting to yeah we're, we're really getting about, into it yeah, um, go there come on well we've got to say moonstruck don't we was Cher. Mm. Oh, such a good film. Yeah. I can't think of any Snap more. Snap out of it. Can you think of any more films? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Shall I move on another? Yeah, slip. please. Let's... Peaches Christ is oh! turning. 17 again. 17. Let's just say that to be yeah. safe. For those of you that don't know who Peaches Christ is, she is an icon, right? Yes. Yeah,
1: so uh, West Coast, United States, punk, drag, horror...
2: Um, drag icon, yeah, she's she, she's done her own film with Natasha Leon starring in it, mm-hmm. all about evil. She's worked on so many shows with like people like Jinx Monsoon, Yes, La Creme. Yeah,
1: if you saw Drag Becomes Her you on would have the seen UK tour, yes, you may well. have you may have caught Baby Lame. I taught, I mean, I taught you how to do your face for that show, didn't I? I
2: did, and it looked <laughs> fucking terrible. If you want to look through my Instagram, yeah, if you
1: want to see Baby Lame does a crystal drag face, um, just go back in that Instagram because. Um, Again,
2: this is just part of a long line of microaggressions from Crystal <laughs> about how to make me feel bad about myself. But another, the, the iconic birthday today Go is on. Blue Ivy, Knowles, Carter, James. Oh, Jay-Z. wow. I <laughs> thought you were going to say Blue Hydrangea. <laughs> no,
3: Blue, Blue Ivy, eight wow. Today. Eight already? Yes,
1: eight today. Wow, you- what do you think she gets for her birthday? Blue Ivy. I bet she gets one of those, like, Barbie cars. You know, but, I think she gets but it's a real like car. a really pimped out. No, one. she gets a real car and with a, driver. a driver. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Can you imagine how terrifying Blue Ivy must be? Yeah,
1: like imagine the the celeb play group she's in, and she's definitely the bully, isn't she? Yeah, she's the boss.
2: Yeah. She's literally like, she she. You know, her Beyonce drops the album yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> Blue Ivy drops the teddy bear, and everyone, all the other
1: and children like, gasp.
3: Oh work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, she's eight today, but I mean... Has imagine she done a photo the shoot or wrong Oh, yeah, imagine. Imagine if you got the wrong present. Well, that's your career ruined. She'd slap you down like her aunt. So mm-hmm. wouldn't she? <laughs> Literally get that yeah. handbag
3: out. Yeah, don't, get a,
2: don't get in a lift with Blue Ivy. I feel so sorry for the two other children that the Knowles Carters have, because well, we still I, don't know about Rumi and... What's the I don't one? even know their names. Where do you think Moroccan and Monroe, Mariah Carey's children... Fit in, on, like, on a, the
1: celeb pecking scale. order? Yeah. Well, they're definitely below the Kardashian Wests. Yeah. But I think they're above, like, most film stars. Like, they're above, like, the Gwyneth Apple oh. level, you know? Because I
2: think when you're a musician's you just child... Did you mention Gwyneth? This is something well, else that's I have the- to talk about. But do you know what she's just launched? What? She's launching her own Netflix TV series... Uh, Something to do with the goop, is it? Is and it's it? And how to get the goop going down below, how to get the goop okay. going in life. Okay. Did we need that? <laughs> Probably not.
1: But you know, I've never felt like a Gwyneth Paltrow target audience. So you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe if you're out there listening, you can you can um, email email us now or tweet in and just tell us what's the Gwyneth appeal. We want to know.
2: I mean, we're probably going to be waiting for a long time to watch yeah. that. But you no, know another nice thing about today is it's just been revealed that um, the word of the decade.
3: Oh, I go haven't on.
2: done proper research on this. I just got a link via Sky News because I'm a drag queen. I'm not a yeah, not TV an investigative reporter, <laughs> no. journalist. No, and the word "they" has become um, the favorite word of the last decade, which oh. I think is pretty fucking fab. Don't That's you? That's amazing.
1: So, yes. To all the ladies and gentle them's listening, yeah, congratulations. But I
2: just think, and as well, the fact that that's getting traction. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's lots of horrible people debating it on really cheap, tacky shows. But um, I just, just think that's don't
1: you just love it when people go on TV and debate the existence of others? <laughs> So refreshing No, that's fantastic news um, who, who was that that decided it was the word of the
2: decade? Oh, I haven't done that oh, part of right, the research it's, <laughs> it's the word of the
1: decade according to everyone yeah, according We can all to, agree According to me it yeah. is, anyway.
2: <laughs> So Crystal, how have you been? Because obviously we, uh, you know, I'm sure lots of listeners For those of you that don't know She was on a really, really, really big drag TV show called Drag Race UK And you did pretty well out of it I did what's, okay What's life been like for you since doing that?
1: Gosh, it's been non-stop, to be honest. We uh, we did the official Drag Race tour at the end of last year, and I've just been kind of up and down the country um, meeting fans and signing autographs and, Is that and weird, kissing though. babies.
2: Is it weird, though, really, like, doing all of that, like, all the signing stuff and everything? What's that like? You know,
1: it's actually really funny, because um, the last time I was on Food Bar Radio was right before Drag Race launched. So it was... I feel like we've really benchmarked... Uh, book bookended the, the whole experience with, like, FUBAR radio as it should be.
2: <laughs> Is this going to be the end of it?
1: Yeah, maybe. Please tell but, me this will but be but the I end of it. But I think I said career. this at the time and it still stands true that like when you're a drag queen and I'm sure you can relate to this, like it's your job to pretend you're famous. So when you walk into a room, you're already the most important thing in the room. Um, you know, you just you you behave like the most famous person in the world. So when you actually become famous, even if it's just a low-level reality TV fame, It's kind of like the world is just caught up. So, of course, people recognize me in the supermarket. Of course, you know, people want a selfie at the rave. Of yeah. course. <laughs> of course someone's going to stop me in the
2: airport. You know, that's just... That's just I,
3: saw, I saw The it, world
1: is
2: finally caught up. I saw an Instagram story of you at the rave, and I'm not sure I'd want a selfie Ooh. with that monster. Yeah, I, had, I, had, I had to
1: turn them down. Speaking of illegal activities, I don't know if we should talk about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there.
1: It's not my
4: problem. <laughs> Woo.
1: But you know, Shout something out else to
4: Adonis.
2: Something else that's going to keep you relevant, actually, which is very, very exciting. Is we can exclusively reveal that Drag Race UK is going to be being shown. On BBC One. I know, it's so exciting. How exciting? That must be so exciting for you because it's going to be shown on Friday nights after the Graham Norton show, directly after, isn't it? And how exciting is that for you? It's just... Because you obviously just, you know, it was was huge, but it was online and that's still kind of a new thing, isn't it? Um, Yes. So what's that like for you
1: Well, you know, it just proves it was so nice they had to do it twice. And yeah, it's going to be on BBC One. It's going to be getting a whole new legion of fans, hopefully. But... Also, I think what it means by being on BBC One and after Graham Norton is that it's going to it's going to be a, shown to people who wouldn't necessarily be seeking out Drag Race, so there's going to be lots of people who are seeing it and hopefully falling in love. <laughs> Friday
2: night, coming back from the pub. Yeah, exactly. The what the wh- fuck? What the
1: fuck is going on? Why is great, that lady so
2: hairy? <laughs> <laughs> but that's so, I'm so excited for you that it's, yeah, it's, it's got cool. like another kind of... Yeah, so let's keep milking this... Cow, let's keep <laughs> flogging this dead horse. I mean, I don't listen. Know, if these people are going to listen to the podcast again, absolutely, babes, head over now. Listen, it's on every single streaming <laughs> platform. Listen, get it in there. You know, we, <laughs> girls got to eat. <laughs> um, and what would you say? Like, because you obviously, I know lots of people have asked you this now about Drag Race, and you hear these questions all the time, but. What is the, like, the take-home, oh, that was a good moment for you now? Like, when, now you've had a real you know, decent chunk of time to really think about it all, watch it back, you've had your viewing parties. What was like... Like the re- moment on the show. Well, that- just like your take-home. If you had to take over one memory or one little story or one feeling mm-hmm. from it, what would it be? Um, I
1: think it's that feeling you get when you go out onto that runway and you're in full drag and you know you look fucking great. And the music's pumping, and you go around that corner, and the judges all go because <sighs> you can see it in their eyes, and they're just
2: well, Jerry they're, Halliwell yeah. cowers in fear of uh-huh. you. <laughs> y-
1: and the the fact that you have gagged that panel of judges, I mean, that, there's no better feeling than that. They've in seen, life, they've that's seen. No, honestly, that that is like one of my highlight moments of of life because they've seen it all. So if you can bring something that they haven't seen and that they're excited by, then. Fucking
2: well done, you. Speaking of which, you're angle grinding again as, we, as you're telling me this story. The angle grinders <laughs> out, can't everybody. I stop. I'm, yeah, she's I'm got it out. She's got it out on a metal crotch and she's just banging it away. Sparks I'm, are flying all over the studio. What you also
1: can't <laughs> tell right now is I'm hanging upside down from the ceiling. While well, you've done all of that. Mm-hmm. This whole interview has been done upside down. I, I, it's the only way I can think. I just need that blood rushing to my brain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little song now. But yeah, shall still...
1: we play a little song? And oh, then, go on. And then I think after the, after the track we are going to be answering... Some, uh, some questions. We've got an Agony Ant section that we're calling Bad Advice from Terrible People. So we'll be answering all of your pressing questions after this. I did it! <laughs>
2: No, we're not talking... I no. abs- Shut the fuck up. I'm going to talk about no, whether I, you want me to or not. We are not talking about Nadine. Well, we've just <laughs> played Girls Aloud. And as I just stated, listeners, we'll, we'll remind you who we are in just a second. As I just stated, Nadine has just recently completed a very successful appearance on I'm a Celebrity, <laughs> Celebrity Get Me Out of It, which rated... A lot higher than Drag Race UK. She's a more relevant celebrity than you will ever be. I, well,
1: <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny that. I just you know if if there's a platform, Baby Babylon is gonna shoe in Nadine. Yeah, she is an icon. She is an icon. Walking with flowers. And I
2: was just saying as well, which uh, which I don't think Crystal knows anything about. The Mark Sinner has just Singer Sinner? Sinner. has just gone out on ITV. And I'm pretty certain that Nicola is the Queen Bee.
1: So I haven't watched it, but she does have a very recognizable and iconic. Yeah, so that kind of raspy yeah. yeah i loved i loved her solo album
2: oh it was really good wasn't yeah it? but such a she just shame. kind of yeah it didn't work um kimberly in oh, God. God. So going now. through got, them all i'm just gonna go through all of it kimberly is currently in sleepless in seattle the musical wow which is only touring the uk it's not on west wow. end who would have thought that needed to be a musical ever no uh, what how do you think? How do you think the
1: song "Sleepless in Seattle" goes? <laughs> I'm sleepless, oh.
2: sleepless in Seattle. Ooh, are those those dulcet tones I've heard on the UK top yeah, one hundred. Yeah, that's right, I mean, that,
1: that's a top forty voice you're hearing. <laughs> no, that was Frock Destroyers, but oh. that wasn't Phil. No, harmony. I think you'll find that they amalgamated our chart positions. So that so, top forty so is mine.
2: So so far, Nadine. We yes. spoke about Nicola, yeah. Kimberly, yeah. Cheryl. I read in the papers that she wants to. Use sperm donors to have two more children. Oh, that's nice. I don't know how true that is, but obviously, she's got a little baby bear with Liam Payne. Oh, yeah. So now she's thinking about getting a sperm donor, and I just say, good, go, you go for it, Cheryl. Sure. Good on you.
1: And who are we missing? Sarah Harding. Sarah Harding, and her bum note. Which is really oh. all I know about Sarah Harding.
2: <laughs> Sarah Harding is in hiding. At my oh, admit. is she? Well, she's just kind of, she's retreated to the countryside as far as I know. She, you know, who knows? She could be listening right now. I once had a lovely personal exchange with Sarah Harding. Tell me. Um, so I often work in television when I'm not a drag queen. Because obviously this isn't a sustainable career to live it's in not. London. Um, and I worked on Celebrity Big Brother. And my job was to look after Sarah Harding when she won it in her year. Sarah Harding won celeb- Celebrity Big Brother. Who knew? She won it. And <laughs> let me tell you what she did on Celebrity Big Brother. She recreated um, Sound of the Underground Dance with a mop. And she was like, I don't want to do it. And they played the music. And she was like, I don't want to do it. And then she got it and did the full choreo okay. with a mop. But yeah, I was locked in a room Snaps with her. Snaps for Sarah Harding. I was locked in a room with her before we went live on the, the sort of the off show where we were talking about it. And she literally was just in a tiny room screaming. Oh, it was one of the most terrifying experiences I've ever so had. So she, she she hadn't enjoyed her Big Brother experience? No, no, she was, experience. she was just, like, really kind of happy about oh, she it. Oh, was, it was happy, happy screams. Happy, one minute happy, one minute scared the next, one minute shocked because someone would be bitching about her. Wow. You know, it's like a bit like when you go on Drag Race and you watch it all back, but, yeah, literally... Wow. It was an intense experience that I will never oh, forget, wow. so thank you so much for that, Sarah Harding. Well, that's
1: our Girls allowed roundup.
2: <laughs> um, but Crystal's yes, we, giving me death stare. <laughs> she's like, why the fuck are you talking about this? <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> um, but yes, that song did,
1: No Good Advice, did bring us to our segment that we're calling Bad Advice from Terrible People. And um, I have I've asked my thousands, my legions of Instagram followers for their agony at questions, and I just thought that you and I could... Um, Put the world to right, baby. I thought we could answer some some tough questions and and really, you know, help
2: people. Do you feel you've got any qualifications for such a...
1: Well, you I mean, know, you know, Deidre on this morning. Oh, I have a degree okay. in the from the School of Life. Oh, um, what did you
2: get? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they they let me they let me have the degree, but it was it was a close call. It was a close yeah okay. yeah. Um, but anyway, should we should we <laughs> yeah. should we dive into I don't the know questions? what That means but I'm into it. Dive away. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, this is a good one. Uh, should I stop sleeping with my Ex who cheated on me's current boyfriend
2: whoa okay right so Just you break that down so, yeah, so you so have a
1: boyfriend hi they yeah. cheated
2: on you oh hate them yeah okay and so you broke up yeah definitely break up with them yeah. and and then
1: now you're sleeping with their new boyfriend
2: Oh and w- and what's the question? Should
1: you continue yes, to do that? Yes,
2: absolutely you should. You think so? Yeah. And do- and set up a scenario that your cheating ex is going to see you do I that. I think that's the real answer. But you just need- ruin every life. Yeah, but you need to do it. You need to make sure that that reveal is done in a really good location. So yeah, like yeah, you yeah, can yeah. need to produce this shit up. Like you're you're
1: in the sling. Yes. Your yes. ankles are touching the ceiling. You can't get down. You're completely hogtied. And uh, sorry, sorry, I'm
2: getting a bit. You're going to be on I. BBC One very soon. I'm not sure this is the language. But do you then, know, what I would do what? I would do it in their bed. Yeah. Wearing some of my ex's clothes. And what look, if that's you like, a bit? That's a bit single what white What if female, you like left like? something under the
1: pillow that they would know was yours?
2: <laughs> like a wig. Yeah. <laughs> One of my crusty, sweaty, a single eyelash.
1: <laughs> and then when they get home, they're like, "Whose eyelash is this?" No, I love it. Oh, I love it. Okay, yeah. that's that one. That's sold? Yeah. Tick. <laughs> um, okay, here's another one. Should I go to the kitchen naked at night, even if all my neighbors can see? Ooh, who's that from? Do who knows? Say, I didn't... I didn't <laughs> you don't care. But I also go. don't want to put people on blast, do I? We don't want to be outing people.
2: Right. This, is, oh, this is a private... That's responsibility. You know, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. they've actually confided in us. With that's their, right. With so their we real- need to trust that. Okay, um, I are think you quite yes. a nudie person? Um, I've only seen you naked once. Oh, really? I, well, tell a lie. I think I've seen I think I've seen cock and balls a couple of times when mm. we've been backstage, mm. and I've like gone, Ugh, looked away. But and I have gone, you fully Oh naked. god, my eye! hadn't even reached that far. <laughs> I was so too far, busy sniffing so your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> but I, The only time I saw you naked was at Burning Man. So for those of you that don't know what Burning Man is, it's <laughs> a really pretentious festival yes. where people go. And lose their mind in the desert and find themselves and stuff. But do you remember we did that big thing where we had to take our clothes off and got oh, naked? Oh yeah, and-
1: we the, the, the giant communal shower. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a lovely memory. I've just been mm, flashed back I to. Can just, take my clothes off Yeah, now yeah just you rubbing me down it. with uh. Doctor Bronner's. <laughs> um, but am I a nudie person? Uh, I am not afraid of a little exhibitionism, mm. and I think that if someone's looking in your window, what they see is is not your problem. You know, if they're gonna look in,
2: just. But I, you know, if someone takes a picture of you and you're in drag, yeah, and they like they're not like asking you and they're just taking a picture, I'm yeah. always just like, let me know, and then I'll put on the show for the picture. So I feel like maybe if I'm gonna be naked and people can see in the window, yeah. I might as well be like showing off to them. I yeah, might and as well I be think I think working. It. I feel
1: like that's the question here: is like you know you know that they can see, so you might as well just flaunt it. Yeah. And especially if you're like doing sexy things like opening a jar of pickles mm. or, or like, yeah. you know, buttering some toast.
2: Because you know what? Shove, what a bloody, shove a bloody mobile phone and do a live stream. <laughs> We're well, not a live stream, not only fans or something. Get some money. Monetize out of it. that. That's yeah. a great
1: idea. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, so that's
2: that unsolved? Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah,
1: great. <laughs> um,. Okay, this is, uh, this is a serious one. Are, are we ready to get real? Yeah, uh, I, think, I, think,
2: okay. I think everybody's ready for us to
1: get real now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do I do if I'm scared to come out because of my friends and family reactions?
0: Oh. Uh, I, you thought I was kidding about it yeah, being real, I didn't like, I? no, no, like,
3: more it is, tit jokes or something. Uh, yeah. Um,
2: that's a really hard one, isn't it? Mm. Because I feel, do you feel, I feel at the moment lots of people are just kind of like, oh, you know, being gay is easy now, mm. being lesbian is easy. You know, you just say it, it's fine. You know, it's it's not like it used to be. It's much harder these days. But actually, just everybody's experience and situation is so different. Absolutely. And, and, and if you've got a
1: difficult family situation where you don't feel like you're going to be accepted, then that's even harder. I, th- I I think the time to come out is when you can't hold it in any longer. And you don't need to be rushed in that. Um, I feel like when I came out, it was because it was literally bursting out of me. Yeah. And, and I had wanted to do it for years before then, but I couldn't. But it was, it, it was when it reached a point where it was like, the only thing I can say
2: right now is I'm gay. And then, and then it happens, and you know um so mine was an act of revenge oh really to my family yeah because <laughs> basically there was all sorts of fuckery with divorce blooming and all of this and i was about to go off to uni and there was all of and everyone was kind of putting the pressure on me mm-hmm. so i literally did it as like because my brother was i was just like oh by the way i'm gay and i'm going to uni and fuck you all and that's <laughs> kind of how was it, here. <laughs> lighting the match dropping it I went walking to uni, out. and i went back in the closet again because oh, right. you think you'd go out there and just be like oh thank god for that no but i I hid it away again. I think as well it's really important that actually you should come out for yourself and you shouldn't be coming out for family and for friends and dealing with it yourself because inevitably you will find new people Mm -hmm. as part of your journey of coming out. New friends, new people. And actually I think it's important for you. And do it.
1: And do it in stages too. Like you don't need to come out to every single person in your life all at once. You can tell a couple of close friends that you think are going to be cool and then see how that feels and live with that situation for a while. And then you can tell someone in your family that you're going to keep yeah. a secret. You know, you can do it in, in bits and pieces. And also pieces. as well,
2: and I think, and I really believe this, especially now with kind of social media and, and different ways of contacting people, there's always going to be someone there that that will listen and will talk to you, whether it's like a helpline if you're really struggling with this or like new friends or just kind of new people. There's always going to be someone there that's like supportive and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to remember as well when it feels like everyone's against you. So absolutely. <sighs> what happened
3: um, then? I felt like yeah, well,
2: I think it's good, you know.
1: We it, have I, depth. Oh, yes, we do. Know, hard-hitting investigative and <laughs> journalism and counselling services provided can by I, Crystal can and Babyland. Can Lame. I do one? No, yes,
2: please. Because I I also posted this out to my Instagram followers and I got about four replies. Okay, great. One mm-hmm. of which was hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's> like, <laughs> no, babes, that isn't um, a question. Oh, God. You see, I didn't like. Ask another one. I'm going to get mine okay. out because I didn't. Okay. Um,
1: do I have a crush on one of my best friends? Help. We're both lesbians. It, I mean, that's a very personal question and it's impossible <laughs> for us to know, but I think the way you're going to be able to tell. I love
2: how specific they are mm, about like yeah. the lesbians as well. I that's think what? you know if you,
1: you have a crush on someone and it's not just a friend crush. If you want to see their genitals naked yeah genital. lowering slowly towards your face yeah like if you th- can picture their legs oh, spread yeah. above you and their genitals slowly descending towards mm, your face I've been there and that's, before, yeah. and that's a thing that you enjoy picturing yeah. then it's probably more than just friends
2: I but just stop think, looking at me like that I baby I just think mom. you know just <laughs> do as much as you can around that friend get to know them maybe like you know, do shows together, maybe do a radio show, and just—I mean, Crystal is wearing a very provocative mesh top at the moment. I'm seeing nipples poking through. It's—it's it's very, very provocative. <laughs> I'm just i am just—it was this question from you, Baby lame Is that—is that what <laughs> you're saying? I'm not admitting? a lesbian. So <laughs> right. I'm going to can... find. Um, what's the? Be- oh no, I've got it now because I was literally going to make it up. There we go. Okay, you ready for this one? I'm ready. What's the best way to douche? Oh, yeah. Well, you've actually really thrown me with that one. <laughs> um, I've uh, never douched. I've never douched. Should we be douching? I don't know. Is, I feel like we could definitely ask Sophie this question. I feel like... Yes. But um, I've never douched. No, I've, I mean, I, that's like, it's, it's top privilege, isn't it? But what? So a douche is where you get... A proper douche is where you get the squirty thing with water yeah, yeah. and shove it I, up your arse. I ass. understand
1: the mechanics. I Have just, you ever had
2: an enema? That's, no. No, I've never no. had an enema. No.
1: No. Um, I'd be interested in doing like some colonic irrigation at some point in my life, just to find out
2: what's up there. Oh God! I literally was about—I was about to tell you a really unnecessary rimming story about, uh but maybe we don't need to do that. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) But um, (laughs) let's park the douche question for now, and let's throw that
1: out to Sophie later in the show. Okay, great. (laughs) Um, And speaking of. we're going to play a track in a second, but when we come back, we're going to have two sex experts here yes. to talk about sex work and breaking down stigma. So, uh, bear with us, and uh, we'll be right back. And I'm going to try and play another song with this cue board.
4: Cinderella <laughs> cut it up one time. Let's talk about sex Take a
0: little bit.
1: <laughs> and we're back and I'm literally taking my clothes off in front yes, of Sophie. She can't help <laughs> herself. You know what I like, babe. <laughs> yes, you're back with the Tuesday takeover on Fubar Radio. It's Crystal here. And baby Lane despite baby not lame.
2: mentioning my bloody name on the <laughs> oh, thing. My
5: shocking gosh, behavior. Too yeah. 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 Oh my <laughs>
3: all
2: right, We've got our replacements. That's right. We've got them in
1: finally. Um, Yeah, this segment is called Let's Talk About Sex. And um, I wanted to do this this section, and I'm so glad we've got these amazing guests in today because I started the new year with a little post on Twitter just about all of the energy that I wanted to be taking into the new year. You know, trans women are women. Protect indigenous rights. um, Look out for climate change. And one of the things I said was sex work is work. And I wasn't expecting to get... Uh, Any pushback on that? But I did, and someone commented on the post, and I'm just going to read out the comment yeah, because it surprised it. me. Oh, wow. um, they said, "Sex work is work." In, in quotes, yes, it is, but please let's not forget that sex work is also dangerous, abusive, and oh. destroys women psychologically. And it is not a choice made out of convenience, but made out of a need to survive. Um, oh, and wow. I went on a little rant at them on, about it, but I, it, it surprised me because the comment actually got quite a few likes, yeah. and it got some support. And um, I live in a little East London bubble where, you know, I think that everyone is on my level and on the same page with me. But obviously there's a lot of people out there that still have a lot of stigma about sex work. So I thought we'd get in a couple of experts to kind of talk about that. And Actual
3: you know,
2: experts for change.
1: Actual yeah. experts. Yeah. Actual yeah. experts. white
3: fucking men. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Literally like, this is it. Yes. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Aren't you sick of it?
1: Absolutely. Get
2: people that actually do it for a fucking job to talk about it. And,
1: well, and here they are. Here they are. So we've got two very, very special guests to talk about. It today, um, we've got Charlotte Rose, yeah. um, yes. who uh, is a is a sexpert.
0: Sex? Sexpert. Well, I've been a sex worker for over twenty years. I'm a multi award winning sex worker.
3: Oh, I have yeah, it. Baby. yes, get yes. yes, awards. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: my first name's actually Lady. So, uh, um, because it's my first name, I classify myself as the First Lady of Sex. Amazing!
2: Wow! Amazing! I love
0: so, it. This is you got. I mean,
2: you literally have it all laid out. Yeah. 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 Is, yeah. You've got your lines, she's got
3: the tagline. <laughs>
0: <Very messy. laughs> and,
1: and our other very special guest is the one and only Sophie Anderson, Ooh, yeah, aka Sophia yeah, Slut, we're aka, AKA Sophia Success, <laughs> aka one half of the cock destroyers. Yeah. <laughs> And, and Sophie, would you describe yourself as a sex worker, or is Ooh, that?
5: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's such a great name, and um, oh, I just love the dick. Right. <laughs> that, that <laughs> is, yeah, that, that is why I do it. You yeah. know, so Absolutely. I love the dick and make a bit of money you know to right. you know because you fucking, fucking
3: work brilliant. don't you you work for <laughs> I fucking it I've seen work, you work for it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah
5: just look at my Twitter babe yeah. getting banged oh, Get in, are banged. they banning you no I'm getting banged oh
3: bang Donna. banged <laughs> <laughs> very
5: important
1: <laughs> G in that sentence yeah, yeah. Um, so guys I just wanted you know is this the? is this a kind of comments you get a lot. Is is this regular for you?
0: Yeah, this is the unfortunate thing when you get um, civilians, as it were, members of society that may probably see themselves in uh, upper class, that that think that all sex work is a survival element from poverty. Well, Mm -hmm. there is a large amount of sex work that's done through choice. Now, when we say choice, it's a layman's understanding of split between two ways. Of choice because they have to, because of poverty, or choice because they want to, like Sophie and I who enjoy yeah. what we do for a living <laughs> um, but, the, but the element of, of victimization for survivors when it comes to uh, traumatized sex workers or tr- uh, previous former sex workers is because that's the element of where they didn't want to do it, mm-hmm. they had to do it mm-hmm. yeah. and what we need to be looking at is the unfortunate thing is that sex work is seen very two-dimensional. It's either seen very tragic or it's seen very glamorous. There's no real in-between to, to normalise the industry. Mm-hmm. Whether somebody's got a moral opinion or not, at the end of the day, sex work is work. It pays our bills in a capitalist society mm-hmm. and until people start recognising the fact that it doesn't matter if you don't like what we do, we're still human beings and we mm-hmm. deserve the same rights at work to be safe, to have a union, to be able to get a mm-hmm. mortgage, just like everybody else. But because they see what, um, what the media has created or portrayed about sex work it seemed very dirty it seemed associated with crime it seemed that you know you've got to be an abused person to get into the industry and it's just not the case
5: no no exactly and, and to be honest do I enjoy my work I really do and I mean, how
0: many people can
2: say that as a starters do you know yeah right? absolutely the, the, the exactly. already the first thing you're saying is positive that you yeah. enjoy this
5: well the thing is I'm, I've arranged a gangbang for tonight so <laughs> I've got about eight guys who are coming to have sex with me in all my holes make me fucking airtight um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's something that I love doing so yeah. I've arranged all that myself mm-hmm. no, nobody else is there I'm independent I pay my tax because, like you said, exactly. I, I want to get a mortgage. Yeah, Sophie's a businesswoman.
0: Um, we're businesswomen yeah. at the
5: end of the day. Yeah. It doesn't matter
0: what genre of work we're doing. We're paying our bills. We're paying our taxes. We're we're doing what we need to do to be able to get a roof over our head, feed mm-hmm. ourselves, and be happy at the same time. Yeah. Sex work is one of the one of the greatest jobs in in for people That's like right. ourselves <laughs> because one, we've got the flexibility. You yeah, know, we can make yeah. up uh, make our own hours. We can set our own rates. We are in full control and empowered as women. To to be able to go out and earn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've I've seen girls myself
5: who, you know, are on that other side, who have to do it, who do have pimps, and I've been in contact with them, so there is that element to it. Yeah. However, independent women like me, like Rebecca Moore, mm-hmm. um, you know, like yourself as well, you know, we want to do it. We really do. I don't have a partner or anything like that. I haven't had one for 13 years, and it doesn't interest me. What interests me is having sex with different different people, strangers, mm-hmm. and it's something I love to do. And why not make that money? I've got Absolutely. a 13-year-old, and he he needs that money. Yeah. He needs a stable environment, which he has at home. You know, nothing gets taken back mm-hmm. there. I Absolutely. use hotels and everything. I do everything in the right way. I pay my taxes. I mean, on my taxes, I you know it says adult industry. I'm just... I think there's a lot of shame with girls. Yes. We, we, t-
2: we took out just the Mm. the title sex worker and we broke down like what you're saying about how much you enjoy your job your situation Mm -hmm. with your son you know about it's how much great. money you're making, your flexibility. This is normally like what a kind of a capitalist country would celebrate, isn't yeah. it? Kind of, someone exactly. who's you know, making in control money of their destiny, is, a business you know, isn't owner, isn't hurting anybody, isn't yeah. doing this. And but then there's so much shame just around sex yeah. to start with,
0: isn't it? Well, there? we yeah.
1: live in a society that is ashamed of sex, full stop. Don't oh, we? Oh, totally agree. And, right. and that's just well, just a hangover in the papers. In
0: the papers recently, you've got um, you've got uh, religious groups that are bigoting the uh, LGBT plus sex and relationship education in schools where they're actually going to start removing their children just because they don't want their children to be taught these sort of things on their curriculum. And it's just what on earth is going on, folks? It's 2020, get a grip, wind your neck in, and sex is just sex at the end of the day. Well, yes.
5: and as well, isn't it important that we have children who are growing up stable? You know, if my son turned gay, if he, if he's gay, you know, that is such a great thing, you know? It's something to be celebrated mm-hmm. whether you're gay, stre- I, I myself am pansexual, and I love that, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, it isn't about the, you know, what gender someone is, it's about the person. Yes. And if, and if yeah. my son like that, then, you know, we celebrate it. And, but this and is the thing, Sophie, is it, if he is like that,
0: exactly, and that, and stopping putting a block on children's future uh, education great. is bang out of order. Yeah. It really is. It's disgusting. It just
5: doesn't make you whole as a person. No. Know it. Knowing. Not, or
0: not knowing.
5: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And, you know, if they can teach things in schools where there's going, right, you know, this is this is what we've got here. You know, this is, this is all the genders we have. This is all the sexualities we yeah. have. This is such a powerful thing because i think this is where you know people are depressed mm-hmm. and i noticed that a lot a lot on twitter is this depression because people can you know be liberated they don't know which direction they haven't been taught any other way yes
1: and it's the it's it's the same really it's a really interesting parallel because you know people are afraid of kids being taught about being gay at school but you know what? being taught about Gayness is not going to make a child gay, yes, and, in the, and in the same way, talking about sex isn't going to make someone a slut
2: or a sex worker. Exactly. You know, those aren't but shaming it and preventing that information. Exactly, will yeah. make often it will creates interesting, well, weird relationships. It takes away
0: that normalisation yeah. of putting it out in the general public, which means it's going kind of behind closed doors, which then automatically puts it into a, a, a what a secret environment. So mm-hmm. if it's secret, it's yeah. it's dirty. It mm-hmm. it shouldn't be out there in the public. And this is the unfortunate thing about Twitter in itself. Why What they're doing is the gentrification of Twitter with all its adult content It's great for other people that allow adult content, but it removes sex away from the public eye. And by removing it, again, takes it behind closed doors, puts it underground and it makes it. It get, regain that C D Yes,
1: and that's where the unsafety comes exactly. in, Exactly. Absolutely. Yes, yeah.
5: yeah, so true.
0: Because if kids want to learn about sex, and they want to learn about sexuality and pleasure, because the pleasure's a massive thing. You know, at school, we're only taught about how to reproduce, uh, uh, procreate, <laughs> and and it's, you know, I watched a video of two bloody cartoon rabbits fucking each other, and I'm like, what the hell am I going to get a rabbit come and jump on my back and hunt me? <laughs> yeah. What's going to yeah. happen? I'm sure you yeah. could. And, yeah. that, and that, to me, growing up, you know what, what? What is that in your pants? I don't know what that is. I'm expecting a broomstick that I can roll a condom on because I didn't know it was shaped like that. It's absolutely so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We need to be learning about these things. We need to have that open table for conversation for children to ask those questions. There was a woman, I think her name was Gordie Lykin, who did a program on Channel 4 where she got a cardboard cutout of women's vaginas and she asked the children what their thoughts are and all of them pointed out to the, the, the one with no hair saying that the rest of them were all all dirty because the only thing that they've seen of a, oh, b- wow. of a female vagina is in pornography. Mm-hmm. Wow. And this is it. If you're going to take those elements away of professional education for children in any subject, whether it be learning about sex work, pornography, masturbation or even their own body, if, if the, all of that is gone, they're going to go to the one place. And this is where the government has the foot in the door because by, by pushing it, all the pressure and blame onto pornography, that's when uh, internet filters, internet blocks will come in because it's the woman from the simpsons going think of the children yes. it's all <laughs> bollocks
2: yeah it and, is and right? as people that obviously have huge platforms you know within sex work you're both prolific and known amongst people yeah. but you're also part of this industry as it is now what can we do or what what does the industry need to do to sort of move forward to improve to make things better how what do you think we can sort of what are the things that we can get going with now to kind of make these things better for you
0: well all? this is an absolutely fantastic question and we need to bring it back to what that what the element of the word industry means there is no sex industry when you look at it because an industry means that you've got a union you've got workers rights you've got all these elements of professionalism which which we don't simply have. What we need to be doing is unifying our voices, unifying our forces together to be able to put that outreach out there. I mean, the woman who who shared for the for the Australian bushfires have given yes, ten pounds. Yeah, so amazing. brilliant. Yeah. But this is that's another so thing: amazing. is that you know, I remember twenty years ago there was a page three girl who did a, a, a naked, a, a topless car wash to raise money for charity, and the charity wouldn't allow, wouldn't take that that's money right. because they said that it comes from immoral earnings. These sort of things should should be praised. They should be celebrated to the point of, look, it's just a hu- human being uh, expl- uh, sharing their love for, the, for our human, for the world. It doesn't matter what, how, it's, how it's done. As long as it's done in a way that's consensual, it doesn't harm a third party, uh, then, then let them get on with it. But it's these sort of things that, number one, as a community, rather than an industry, as a community... We need to be unifying. And we've got unions in place that are growing every day, which people can get on board with. It means that we've got certain rights that we can work towards. And that's massively important. There are sex workers out there that, number one, don't even recognise themselves as a, as a sex worker. And that's also problematic. Because until you recognise that you are umbrellaed under the term sex worker, we are divided in strength. We mm-hmm. really are. We need to build those strengths, push forward and protect sex work, because sex work is what work.
5: Well the thing is I I do agree with you on that and the other thing is for very many years so I've been in the industry I first started working in sex parlours when I was 16 and a lot with that was a lot of shame Yeah. but that's exactly what we want to try and change and you're like now being 32 I'm just like yeah I I love it and I'm out there and I'm doing it but I didn't feel like that for so long and you're you're in a really interesting
2: position at the moment because obviously you've had this like crossover success with kind of you know you know like going viral on Twitter by yourself then obviously like the Frock Destroyers connection. so we're yeah. seeing people like you and Rebecca in a really interesting situation where you're being sort of held up as celebrities now but still very much within sex work which I think yeah. is a really interesting thing because we don't often see that do we but
5: I think it will only be taken so far just because exactly what mm. we said is is still like having that acceptance I mean the whole LGBT community has just like welcomed us in mm-hmm. and, and for me it's like wow I've, I've found the family yeah. And, I've, and I've said this lots and lots, is that i found somewhere where I belong. Yeah. And I think as well, lots of children growing up, you know, going into teenage years or even as young adults, they're trying to find their way. I didn't find this until I was like 26, 27, mm-hmm. which is very much later on. Mm-hmm. Again, it's all to do with, you know, feeling comfortable in myself. Also about my, fa- my family are very, very supportive. And my son, he knows what I do and he's very, very supportive. And um, that makes a lot of difference. But like I said, for ages, it's like oh, I don't really fit in anywhere. I felt that at school, I felt that through my twenties. Then you had the kind of shape So there is still a lot of shame with yeah. sex work for some reason. And
0: do you know I've got, I, I, I absolutely I can I can really agree with you on that sense because I, I was in a production called the Sex Workers Opera that ran for five years. It was a fantastic yes. production. Yes. I saw yeah, it. yeah and, it's fantastic. And um, it, when I started that, and I came to the audition, and then I was doing rehearsals. Um, um, so I'm 39. We're <coughs> um, so young babes. Thirties is a shit, aren't they? It's like the
3: impending <laughs> doom
2: of life. And well, like... this year's going to be my
0: year, the big 40 2020. Just I'm getting lying. pissed yes, away. Come on, you're 29, yeah.
2: babe. Come uh, on. I mean, that's what my <laughs> profile says,
0: anyway. <laughs> yeah,
5: um, that's it. Take
0: a couple um, of years off, babe. When I, when I first <laughs> and the rest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I first when I first got there. Um, it wasn't, I've never been in a community group of sex workers at all and, and and exactly what you said is that until you are with people that are on your that yes. understand what you mean, you don't realise just how mm-hmm. much you've missed out mm-hmm. on on not fitting in but being part of something that's beautiful. Part of something, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, there's uh, many different sex worker breakfast com- uh, clubs around London but for everybody who's listening nationwide if you are a sex worker, please consider consider starting up a, a sex worker uh, brunch or breakfast where people around you can come as an anonymous person, come and share and talk because you know, when I first started, I was in Devon and there's no network or community yeah. in, in the South West. It so isolating. It was massively isol- isolating. I was on my own, didn't know who to turn to and it wasn't until I moved to London t- to be with the Sex Workers Opera that I found my family.
3: Oh wow, And uh, so amazing. I totally un-
0: understand where you're coming from and you know, anybody who is listening that, that is resonating with anything that we're saying, there's an amazing website called SAFE, which is spelled S-A-A-F-E, and you can find lots of little network and breakfast clubs that you can go to. So if you are feeling isolated, please do have a look at that website. And what
2: we'll make sure we do, and it's, well, I say me, I'll get Crystal too, because she's yeah. got all the followers, but <laughs> we'll put on, we'll all stop. of these please, links out be great. But speaking of families, actually, because yeah. obviously we, we just touched on the fact that you're a mum. Yeah! What's the, sort of the stigma been like with that? Like, obviously, because oh, like... Wow. Cause you know, yeah. being a mother but then also doing this, what's what's that been like for you?
5: Yeah, exactly. I mean for me it's been absolutely great and we and me and my son had to have a sit down. So before I've been in porn now for two years. Now Mathan that's a little bit later, but again it's because I went through that kind of time of like shame, can I tell anyone? My my father knew what I did for a living and he's like so supportive. So it's Amazing. good to have someone there who you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Um then I was like, right, I need a new direction. So I sat my son down. I told him what I was planning to do, what I did for a living. So, and he was very supportive, shocked to start with um, but very very supportive and the thing is what's happened is actually is those boundaries of sex have been and to talk about it with his mum have been broken mm. because I'm in the industry he yeah. feels he can come to me about anything that's and amazing. I think as parents that's the thing is, is that's just that's all you can do as like, a parent
2: to achieve yeah. that as a parent yeah. that's such a breakthrough as a yeah, parent yeah, it's a,
5: obviously I'm not going to tell him everything I do I haven't told him I got a gangbang tonight yeah. babe. you know <laughs> what you know <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't said it. But he, he knows what I do and he knows where the money comes from. And he knows that we have a great life, yeah. me mm-hmm. and him. Good. And we have such a strong relationship. And I think it has to do with what I do for a living. I've yes. got to be agree a sex with you. Work, I, my daughter's the
0: exact same. Really? Yeah. Oh, so nice. so my, my children are 19 and 20. So oh, my daughter's yeah. 19. She lives with me. And I remember when I told her, and she gave me a great big hug. And she's oh. been to lots of the events. And, uh, you know, she came to the Sex wo- uh, sexual. Freedom Awards I snuck her in when she was 17 she was alright yeah. she was alright um, but it, it's, it's massive I mean I remember when I told my dad and I will never forget this story I, sa- I said dad is it alright if we have a quick word and he said yeah yeah I goes can we go outside oh I, I said, yeah. The dad yeah. yeah and I said alright dad I need to tell you something he said what I said well I want to tell you that my, my job's slightly different than what I said it is he goes go on I said well I'm a sex worker what said, were you saying you were doing I was doing computers or something yeah, oh, okay. Okay. I was doing, I was doing
5: promotions and events yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, God, yeah. uh, I said, uh, dad, I need to tell you. He said, what is it? I goes, "Well, I'm a sex worker." And he said, "Well, will it stop my tomatoes in my garden from growing next year? And I said, I said no. And he said, well, don't worry about it then. And I was like, yay, yay. okay. Well, when you
1: when you normalize it, it's the same as any other job, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. and no one is critical of massage therapists for using their bodies to mm-hmm. make money and touching people but that you they look don't at builders.
0: know. Builders use their bodies all day mm-hmm. long. The, you know, the construction trade, how much their, their bodies, by the time they're 50 years old, their bodies are knackered from mm-hmm. the amount of work that they do. Or, yeah, and, you yeah. know,
1: if you're a firefighter, You've probably got the most dangerous job yes. in the world, but that's yeah. a job wow. that's glamorized, yeah. and no but one's then, saying, "Well, how could you do that? It's so dangerous."
0: But did you know that that uh, working in an abattoir is more accepted socially than a sex worker? It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. I just want to bring it back to the kids kids side of it because yeah. I've done loads. of... I, I ran for MP. I ran for MP twice. Wow! In, in the, Please don't okay. give
2: up. Please continue <laughs> yeah. to do it.
0: Well, there may be a third time, yes. but <laughs> I did lots of interviews, and I always got the same question. And I bet you, you've had. This this question yeah. as well from people who interview you they go but what if your child was wanted to get into sex work and I've often had that and I've always replied with the fact that at the end of the day if she wants to get involved in sex work I will ensure that she does it professionally and she's, she does it safely and she knows exactly what goes into it yes. ins and outs, dirt and warts and all and and they will go yeah but yeah you would say you would say that And but the relationship I have with my daughter it yeah. got to a point where I was like right moo moo because I call her moo moo yeah. come yeah. and answer this <laughs> so so she did a lot of interviews. She did a lot of right. interviews. Wow, and wow. and she actually she she got to a point where she was throwing the question back at the inter- interviewer. And I just think the more open and honest you are with the children, it, yeah. it, the more the more connected you're going to be as a parent. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. And,
5: and as individuals growing up, I think it makes, makes them very well balanced. Yeah. Like, my son is is very well balanced. You know, he's got a stable home and everything. And, you know, I'm a single mum, and I'm raising him by myself, and it's such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to see
0: an empowered woman.
5: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's, that's exactly it's, it.
2: It's, oh, it's, it's, there's so much to, like, talk about. And, like, we've literally <laughs> got the the cusp of what we could talk about. <laughs> yeah. Where can we find out more about... Because, obviously, you've got your podcast. Tell us about that. Where can we find out yeah. more from these things? And where can we have more of these discussions? Because, unfortunately, we're having to wrap up the chat now. But I want to know yeah, where I can yeah. hear more about this. Yeah. YouTube. Tell well, us. Well,
0: my radio show goes out on a Monday. It's live 8 till, uh, eight till 10 on a Monday. Um, you can go. You can watch it on Periscope through my Twitter, which is at Rose Sex. It's really simple. Uh, but the conversations that we have... A very topical. So anything that comes up uh, that's happening in the news uh, at the moment. Just talking about shame. The, there was a Russian couple that had sex on New Year's Eve on the beach in Thailand, and they got mocked by the by uh, the, the police and was made was made to do a public shaming shamed apology on oh, TV wow. out there. So you oh. know these are the sort of topics wow. that, as it comes out, we discuss it. We also have fantastic guests. Sophie's going to be joining me in yes. the next couple of weeks. Oh, good. Yeah, I and we and literally. If continue. you guys. If you, yeah. if you would like to come on the show you're more than welcome to we love talking about all sorts of, all sorts of sexy things Brilliant. great sexy awesome and how about you Sophie where oh, can babe, we babe, go you know, on everyone yeah you'll see it
5: everywhere all <laughs> holes <zones>, open
3: <but> no, <laughs> no look,
5: YouTube um, which is Sophie Anderson Adventures and that's kind of to do with everything on there so from depression and kind of sex work and what I do and everything and well, obviously I don't have my holes on there because yeah. I might
3: get chucked
5: <laughs> off <laughs> but Twitter and Instagram yes and follow so, yeah.
1: follow Sophie if you need a dose of positivity in your life
5: yeah, absolutely
3: yeah. She's
1: She's
2: awesome. <laughs> she is wonderful and now we're coming to the end of this chat and we yeah. just have to I've just got one more question I have oh, to God. throw to both of you because we couldn't answer oh yes oh, very, very important. important having never douched either, either of us how important is douching and what's the best way to do it let's, go, let's just chuck it out there
0: go on babe I, you go I've never I don't use that that hole for work so okay, yeah. I've always kept it personal but uh, I never did personally, but um, I just think it just depends on what time you've eaten. At the end of the day, right. that that makes Sorry, sense. No, another non-douche <laughs> in the yeah. studio. Which yes. Yes. I'm a non-douche. <laughs> the the well, ultimate
2: douchebag. Well, I mean. douche. yes. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
5: well, I honestly, I do. I like to I be, be clean. you like see. No, I love I that. Love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. that's gonna be on my Twitter now. Do douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do like a good clean out, so yeah. I get the hose in. My bath. Yeah. I have one shower room and one, and this is the room that uh, my son doesn't go into. I'm like, babe, you don't want to go in this one.
3: <laughs> <little bit>. um,
5: <laughs> not that it's up the walls or anything. <laughs> so I stick the pipe up there and I have a good, nice clean out. Run to the toilet and then you know fire it out back. You know, and I find Emodium is brilliant. So because I'm going to do DP today, yeah. um, I've taken some Emodium. Tell me what DP is. Oh, so double pen, uh, double pen. <laughs> Penetration, <laughs> but I'm thinking airtight, so I can get three dicks Ooh, there, yeah. so we can be totally like airtight. But going back to it, so I take a medium <laughs> the night before, and everything's quite hard in there then, so the poop's <laughs> gone quite hard, and then we do another wash out today.
1: Makes sense. So. Is that flush <laughs> <down> to-
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure we've got it. <laughs> oh,
3: can we oh, come right. back
0: tomorrow?
2: <laughs> oh,
1: there you go. Yes! It all Yes. Oh,
3: yeah. what
2: amazing
1: guests these that two! Have is been I want to come back tomorrow.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think that's it. I think we've destigmatized sex work. That's yeah. it. So jo- that's done. the job done. <laughs> right. I think and we've and done shame. it. <laughs> getting rid
3: of the poo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so no, much. Thank it. you so
1: much. It's such a big topic, and you can barely scratch the surface in thirty minutes. But I really appreciate you guys taking the time and. Um, yeah, keep keep fighting the good fight. Yeah.
0: Sex, work work. Sex, work work. sex work is work! Sex work is work! Sex work is work! Sex work is work! work, work, is work. work, <laughs> is
1: work. Amazing <laughs> stuff. After the break, we're going to have vinegar strokes. Ooh. Coming up oh, after yes. this.
0: Brilliant! Oh, really, really good. Sophie, so you're good. a legend. Thank you so much.
1: Hello, and we are back. We it's are. Crystal here. And Baby Lame. Baby. Remember,
2: it's my takeover yes. as well.
1: Baby Lame. Whitney's name is not Susan. What's your name, not?
2: <laughs> Crystal It's not yeah. your name. My Take name's, that shit out of my My mouth. name is
1: not Crystal Beth, everyone. It's also not Dad.
2: <laughs> is that what like the fans call you? Do they call you Dad and no, stuff? No, they call me
1: um, Anti-Crystal. I don't know what they call, no, me. But they call, when they, they call me. They call me desperate. they send you dick
2: pics and oh, stuff.
1: Yeah, I get a lot of Dad. Actually, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning into it in my mid-30s. 30s. It's, it's time mm-hmm. to embrace the dad. Okay. Well, speaking of dads, I speaking don't speaking of dads. Daddy, because we're not in s- drag
2: at the moment, mm-hmm. and then we've can got be someone horny in the yeah. words oh, of Yeah,
1: we have a very special guest here. It is my RuPaul's Drag Race UK season one sister, Vinegar Strong.
4: Yeah! yeah, you total slag. Uh, so we were
2: just literally talking while Whitney Houston, which normally I'd never talk over a Whitney song. I mean, just
4: you by know, it's, it's horrible to talk. <laughs> over but the
2: Whitney Houston of drag has arrived everybody yes I drowned well she's dead (laughs) (laughs) but we were just saying like because obviously for those of you who don't know as well as being um, a reality superstar with Crystal here, yes. we have got a West End Wendy. Vinegar Strokes has been in the sensational Everyone's yeah. Talking I'd About like Jamie. I'd like to add
4: to that, ex-West End Wendy. I have officially <laughs> left. Everybody's talking about Jamie. She's and I, on the door. i on the door. You can catch me. Was it a Did she
2: storm out? Were there arguments with Bianca Del Rio? Oh, yes.
4: <laughs> that bitch... So many I, questions. Yeah, I know. It was an absolute fight for the death between me and Bianca and I left I handed in and waiting for the P45 I can't wait well no. I had
1: the privilege of seeing Vinegar in her very last performance in the last uh, performance yes on Saturday and I can confirm that um, she just put two middle fingers up to the whole audience <laughs> and walked off can you imagine
3: <laughs> how rock star would that be fuck you it'd be like
4: Elaine Page in Cats going fuck you don't make the film how long,
2: how long were you in it for two years Wow. two
4: years, two years. And tell years.
2: And look, like, remind everyone of what a, a break down of the shows because that's not like two shows a week is
1: it no that's it's a...
4: eight shows a week um and it's it's full on like it's intense like you do you you'd you'd think your f-
1: drag face would have gotten a bit better in that t- well,
4: oh! you say that babe but bitch. you should i'm gonna show you pictures of when i first started and i was using my natural brow <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> so actually under the, the two years of actually the makeup's actually got considerably better ish and then now it's got babes.
2: People yeah. like me look up to you as like make on icons, like <laughs> makeup icons. I'm looking at you, even without makeup, going. on. I think we should call oh, it make down know now. I think
4: <laughs> no, with, with, everyone, with all these people wearing makeup now, I think we should call fucking it make down, glow gl- down, I love glow, it. down <laughs> gl- glow out. So what was the like? Because
2: there must have been an after party. They must have been um, so fucking grateful to get yeah. rid of you. So <laughs> we, I mean, first of all, the...
4: so we were literally crying our eyes out. No. I was like, ah, and like the last lyric of the of the encore. Is Ooh, we've got all going echoing now? I feel like I'm in like a dark room. <laughs> Hello. Um, oh, now i going loud. We just oh, is that
2: <laughs> live radio. These things happen. Live there's radio. Issues happening. She's got a new mic. Could we there, turn there.
4: me down because I sound so sexy <laughs> and I might get an erection? <laughs> so there, there were tears, eyes.
2: babe. There were
4: tears. Tears. Um, and we had a good old time afterwards. We went to a little bar afterwards and the box, and then we ended up in balance had a good old meal.
2: Explain what goes down in the box for people that don't know, because that's that's there's some edgy stuff that's oh, in there. So well, edgy. I can't.
4: Tell you because I've not actually been to see a proper. My first time at the box and I missed the whole like show. Like okay. I, I heard you get to see like public enemas and oh yeah, all um, of that wanking, crystals, yeah, nice. angle grinding. Have you been there? Have you <laughs> yeah, performed
1: there? No, I've never performed. I would love to. So if oh, you're you listening should. to the box, let, let me know. But yeah, I once saw a man um, hung from his testicles.
4: My God.
1: But it, but like
4: <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> that was the sound of his testicles.
1: It's, uh, <laughs> it's funny though because like the audience is really like. uh, like West Londoners who've come. So it's a very, it's not like it's a sex club. It's like, it's like, kind of a theatre of the grotesque for, like, rich people. It's kind of weird. I saw Prince Harry when I was there. Like, Prince oh, Harry really? was there.
4: Oh, my God. He's oh fit. Was he with <laughs> Meghan Markle at that point?
1: No, he was shit-faced, and I was on something also. His dick? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> are we breaking uh, the
2: law now? Yeah, oh, are we're you? probably breaking <laughs> the
1: law now. But I just remember um, him sat on the floor and this girl helping him drink champagne out of a bottle. Like, she was holding the bottle for God, him. So he was so, he was so fucked. Because
4: it, that's how it, drink. This
2: Allegedly. This is Allegedly. all alleged, Prince Harry has not given his right to reply yet <laughs> by the <laughs> way isn't
4: this a great <laughs> drag name Megan Merkin
2: <laughs> you or, think? A, or Angela Merkin yes is, uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> so what was it so
2: what, yes. what brought you to leave Jamie, was it, was it literally like you just had enough after the two years? Um, it
4: wasn't like I had enough, but I had enough. Like, it was kind of like I'd done two years on this show, and I think that's the longest acting contract I've ever done. Um, and bear in mind, I fucking love the show. I love the story, I love the message, I love the people, I love the creatives. I, the real Jamie and Margaret, I, I have literally the biggest love for. Um, but when you are a creative person, an actor, you, you either go two or one way. You see it as a job, so you stay there till, till they kick you out, or you're an artist and you want to go out and create stuff. And for that's me, I want to go I was out gonna and create ask stuff. Because
2: you if you're repeating the show, you know, you, you think about in drag, you get bored doing the same numbers and you've mm. maybe done it like 15 times yeah. ever. Like, do you find yourself like phoning it in, or do you some days you're into it, some days you're not, some days you're giving a different edge yeah. on it? What's the vibe with that? I
4: mean, you know, you bring in a certain energy each day. Um, if, if you had something traumatic happen to you that day, you are, you come in with that and that's your baggage for the day. And it's your choice to have leave it at stage door or you bring it on stage with you. And I, I always try and Bring as much as I can to the stage, and I think I'm consistently playing on stage. So I might, I might be saying the same words, but they're always different. Right. there's a different intention behind it, um, and I, and that's just how I've grown up as a as a theatre kid. Because
2: it must see. have been weird for you as well, because like compared to the other Drag Drag Race UK girls, like you actually got a job. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like you came back and you you, you went back into employment. Yeah. And you? I
4: and I and I stayed because in theory I probably should have left Jamie in September before the show launched, mm-hmm. so I can go out and grab the gig. So I was like I wasn't. I wasn't ready to leave Jamie just yet. I needed an extra extra three months. Um, And it's kind of not been a bad choice or a great choice. It's just been a choice I made at at that point. And I'm I'm glad I did stay.
1: Did it end up feeling a bit like you were missing out while everyone was off doing Um, doing these other things? Or were you kind of... Thankful for that consistency. Yeah,
4: Joe, you know I was actually quite thankful to have the kind of way to go, right, I'm still in this job. So I still feel like I'm quite normal in work. You know how it's been like mm-hmm. Since, mm-hmm. since leaving; it's been absolutely mental.
1: Um, everyone's lost their minds.
4: Yeah, everyone's lost their mind. And not, <laughs> and not just us, like everyone, no. everyone's gone mental. So I feel like I needed to have that kind of stability to go, right, I've still got this kind of thing to do. Um, I've missed out on probably a couple of gigs here and there, but you weigh, weigh that up and go. Actually, I'm on a great show. Um, I'm telling a great story with these amazing people, and it's fine. I guess
2: yeah. there's a couple of ways to play it, really, isn't it? I, I imagine. I love how I'm a voice. I've not been offered anything, but, <laughs> hey, um, but you know, to take the gigs, make it happen, or actually think long term career goals. Because it's like you've been doing this for a long time now, and like it's it's for you. It's uh, I, I imagine it's a career that you want to keep yeah, on going absolutely. with. Absolutely. Right? I
4: still I still wanna I still wanna act. I still wanna act as daniel jacob and also if that if that acting role is as a drag queen character great if it's as a boy amazing do you know what I, mean? I still want to do that um i think with drag where it is now where it sits you kind of can do um stuff which guy goes from being pure drag or being a bloke but having certain elements that
1: absolutely can, uh, you can do anything with drag these days exactly um what are you going to miss the least from the
4: show um, Crystal.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry I, that came out too quick. From what? From Jamie. No, yeah, from Jamie. From oh yeah. Jamie.
4: Oh god. Miss the least. Oh, god, I can't say the person. Can you name. not?
2: But uh um, on, we'll just say the situation. more. We'll
4: let's go. just say that you know sometimes what you see on stage is not how you see it off stage with certain <laughs> drag queens. Miss Mop, I am in love with. But I'm never going to Scotland again. <laughs>
3: that is her that tea,
1: that tea. Wow. It, <laughs> we got the exclusive. I mean, feuds starting here on Fubar Radio.
4: Yeah, um, and this, let me just say this: like, it, no, it's a job, and you know, I'm sure Claire, who works in um, booth number one, is not friends with Colin. Sorry, no friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, who works in bo- booth number ten? Some sometimes at work, you, you don't clap, you don't clap for yep. people, and it's absolutely, quiet, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, okay. We're talking about
2: clashing. Like has the sisterhood continued for both of you in Drag Race? Like, like or have yeah. there been clashes? I love how you both got your so, you so both got that. your BBC one, we're going on BBC B C that
1: Flush that question. Mm-hmm, no,
2: mm-hmm. Um, we, uh,
1: <laughs> yes, yes, We. well, we both just got off tour, haven't we? Yeah. So we did the um, official Drag
2: Race UK tour right. around the country. I need to know, because she actually, Crystal won't tell me anything. Like, <laughs> Why? She's, too, she's been too busy, literally. Crystal used to be the one that messaged you all the time. Right. Now you send a message, or she sends you a message, you reply to it, and then she'll just leave it. And it goes it. blue. It's and, just a, like, and it's just a power thing. And I'm like, you contacted me, right? I didn't yeah. even want to talk well, to she's you. she's a very famous, very <laughs> yes, important person. Yes, I am the, I'm the most famous Harry. <laughs> in the world so. <laughs> apart from Susan Boyle what was the yeah. tour like so how, how many dates did you have What, what talk about the tour so um, it's six
4: dates over two weeks yeah, yeah. but what, we're talking on,
1: lovely big theatres right yeah, So it was gorgeous gorgeous, gorgeous like Couple thousand people a night. And it's so funny
4: because a lot of these places I'd been to on previous tours, I've done like. <laughs> Drop that one I've been it. here before. <laughs> um, but never had the star dressing room though, so this is like great because so I was like down by the stage. Um, so it's nice to kind of revisit this place and go, oh my god, I actually see people like techies of like, oh my god, you're still here, Jesus. Uh, but it was gorgeous, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like all the theatres, yeah. stunning.
1: And I think that. Um, brought the sisterhood back to life to answer your question
2: (laughs) no can I just say you two have not answered my question you just said stunning architecture no no no, I'm going to
1: because um, (laughs) lovely
2: lovely upholstery (laughs) we were on a tour bus together
1: so going between gigs we were on a on a tour bus and it was a really nice tour bus like imagine the nicest bus you can imagine like the ones you see
2: pop stars on but
1: there were still 16 people sleeping on one bus. So there's like a level to how nice that can were so be. Comfortable. The beds were. It was like. It was like but the, there's not 16 drag
2: queens. So who else
4: was sleeping on the bus?
1: Uh, like the tech, the hot tech people. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Imagine
4: lots of gay men on a bus. Edwards Alyssa Edwards, and Alyssa Edwards <laughs> a woman um and it was hot I mean I mean I I really want to know who copped off That's what did I people know. cop off
1: yeah you could it, hear something in the <gasps> coffin above every now and then like where, like, where was a gentle, your where soft... was yours
4: on the party end or the, the no I was
1: in the the non-snoring end
4: oh yeah because so it, vinegar and yeah. something
1: got the snoring end of the bus so t- who was top or bottom out of you two? Um, we were both we were both
4: tops. <laughs> okay, um, but I'm there, so I would always look at the um, bottom bunk, and go hello, and you'd see Goffey with her big um, <laughs> wig, a big wig uh, just poking out of the end. I I tripped up once. I thought, whose who's foot is that? Oh no, it's, it's Guffey Kendall. So there was a snoring side. <laughs> there, was <just> a girthy-
2: <laughs> there was a snoring side. There was a party side. He yeah. was in the party side of the bus? So the, I. The, the
4: snoring. That, that was the snoring s- side. Yeah. So it was me. Me, Alyssa, Gorthy, sorry, Guthy, um Davina was there, <laughs> yeah. the Vivian, Bagger. The loud people, the basically. The loud people, yeah. yeah.
1: And um, then it was like me, Cheryl and Blue, like the ones who needed our beauty rest in the back of the bus. <laughs> <You> <laughs> with, with, with the hot
2: techies. <laughs>
4: yeah, the yeah. hot techies, oh my um, God.
2: And so, so what went down? So, like, obviously obviously, you're professional drag queens. You're representing a very important brand. Absolutely. You're taking everything very seriously. Yeah. I'd imagine there's not really any kind of downtime to go drinking, have fun, anything like that. <laughs> that was there was any points? Yeah, what went down? Come
1: on. Well, I think you you did pretty well on, on the old slut front didn't you I
4: was I, I was a total slag on yeah. tour I really was yeah Newcastle thank you Newcastle um, they were very happy to see me oh my god <laughs> sounds like you've done a
2: Sophie no but do, a
4: oh, do you know what it is I'm going to get DP'd later myself um, do you know <laughs> airtight air do you know, double pepperoni um,
2: so <laughs> finally someone with jokes I think it's
4: because I think it's because there's, there's not many um, hot black guys up north so when i arrive, the grinder explodes and i'm like hello hello newcastle <laughs> but it's not my lips talk it's my asshole talking hello <laughs> by the lovely time yeah a lovely time <laughs> who, okay <laughs>
2: who, who got the most pissed like it was
1: the I one mean, that the went... answer to that question is always going to be bag of chips <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah
4: i didn't really see her though that much uh
1: no, but I always. Saw, she, whenever you saw her, she had a pink gin in her hand. Yeah, and okay. I mean a bottle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> who who
2: um, required the most maintenance? Who was like the biggest diva on tour? But not like in a kind of bitchy way, but just in kind of who who had the most divery? And not Alyssa.
4: Oh, okay. I literally was going to say Alyssa. Yeah.
1: Um, Alyssa held up the show once because she was she hadn't got her, her <laughs> nails last few, on or something. F- few nails on, which was amazing. I mean, yeah. but, like, I was about to say, a- did
4: any of you care? It's no, Alyssa it's, Edwards, it's absolutely it? fine. Yeah. I think
1: it's... Who cares? Um, who something the most- is the biggest diva, no?
4: Oh, God, yes. In what yeah. way? Just what- in
2: life. (laughs)
1: she is Mariah
4: Carey yeah okay yeah Yeah. Mariah
2: Carey shame she couldn't channel that in the acting challenge
4: oh (laughs) babe I gave her the directions as well I said to her do this do that this is the reference do that didn't
2: do it who is like has the worst like Bodily, no, you're not bodily functions, because you're something not there watching some shit.
4: Where's <laughs> the bodily...
2: Who's, who's, like, the biggest dude, like, the biggest
1: bro? Something one. <laughs> <laughs> like, straight up. Um, <laughs> we, vinegar, Gothi, something, and I went out for breakfast one oh! day, and um, something uh, started coughing while eating eggs and coughed egg all over Gothi.
4: Now, this was a really egg nice... Egg in her
1: hair, uh, hair, egg on her uh. face.
4: Yeah. <laughs> now, this was a really nice cafe, wasn't it, in Brighton? Yeah. And, and I... And
1: just hear the silence, like fall across me as everyone's yeah. like, "What has and just happened?" And what was my face
4: like? I was so angry because we're not eating a McDonald's breakfast, mate. You're eating a nice, <laughs> a nice brunch. You've already with had a bit of avocado there, a bit of babe, sourdough. Babe, she had. <laughs> well, she already had. She already had br- breakfast at the at the hotel. She, came, she was like, "Oh, oh, I'll come for a um a brunch with you guys. Uh, I'll come with you." So she comes here out. Goes, she she orders goes. two Benedicts I'm like, Jesus Christ. These were nice Benedicts. And she spit some more of a gothic. And my face was this. I just went like this.
1: I'm leaving. You know, <laughs> this, this, she this, me. this was vinegar. There
4: were no icons there. <laughs> Precisely. Babe, I was like, I am out of here because I'm so embarrassed. I had a lovely French toast, so I scoffed that. And I went, bye, Crystal. I'm off. And she texted me going, why did you leave me? You're supposed to be my friend. I went, sorry, my love. I was going to kick off any minute.
2: Um, who who had like the biggest on stage disaster? Were there any kind of like real fuck ups?
4: That... <laughs> that might Ooh. be me actually. When? Oh, so, so I saw you at the London one and didn't like something fall off. Um, necklace, oh, I had a few. Bro. So so <laughs> my my necklace fell off in London and I was like, oh, here we go. But then we were somewhere and my my cage I had. Oh, that was it. Do you remember when um, when they played the music? We were still downstairs. <laughs> was it Birmingham? It was Birmingham.
1: Yeah, they started the show, and three of us were still in the dressing room. Like no one was, <laughs> no one was wearing
2: shoes. Yeah, um, we're
4: chilling out like
2: that. I so. love what you tell me as well. When you were like, the, the stages were different sizes, and you've all got these elaborate like costumes to uh-huh. make you all look fucking amazing. Then none of you could move. Yeah, the yeah. Future. They told us
1: to go full royal. They wanted regal. They want. They gave us like references of huge hoop skirts, mm-hmm. and then one, a couple of the stages they were so small that like. All Ten of us couldn't fit on stage at the same. time. So you just imagine bump like bumper cars, but yeah, with drag exactly queens. Yeah,
4: exactly that. But um, yes, yeah, so <laughs> literally. Sorry, I that. just found the
1: soundboard. That's though. great. I love the soundboard. Let's get some more on the go. But
4: um, yeah, so literally, I ran up and my my cage got caught on the back. Bit of the um, stage, so as I'm coming on, the whole set goes literally goes to the left of the of the stage. So I literally move the set with me. That was probably a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, but like we
2: we uh, I can't believe we need more time, Crystal. We yeah, have, well, so let's, what? let's we, play
1: a, let's play Vinegar Song and then we'll come back with a little bit more chat after this. Camp. Yeah, yes, should I introduce you, it? Yes, uh, please tell us all about Camp. So
4: obviously, on and um, when you get eliminated from RuPaul's Drag Race, two things happen: you either release a single or your nudes get leaked. Luckily for me, I released a single. So please welcome my debut single, Camp. Hey, welcome back to the Camp Hour. I got you a new song by some bitch from London. So get on your feet, grab your waist, and get a taste. Hello. I bet you never thought you'd see a show starring A working class black bitch with thick legs and fake tits Well that was Vinegar Strokes I don't know about you but I'm feeling mighty camp I'm gonna get me a cheeseburger and a cup of tea
1: It's the Tuesday Takeover with Crystal and Baby Lane.
3: Yes,
4: thank
1: you. <laughs> and our special guest of Vinegar Strokes. Hi, right,
4: darlings.
1: Can we, um, can we get a bit of your camp radio voice? I love that sexy... Oh, welcome
3: back to FUBA
1: Radio. Oh, 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 we've, oh got it. we've
3: got a technical
4: issue. Okay, now I'm yeah. back. I'll do it again. Welcome back to FUBA Radio. Mm. Oh. I love that bit in the song. Do you want to hear the sound of a ball bag being sucked in? Yes,
2: I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god
1: on the on drag foliar yes, yeah. that's what you are no, now on the drag race uk um, <laughs> whatsapp group someone recently shared a video of um two ball balls <gasps> two balls exiting a butthole like someone had inserted uh, someone had inserted their own testicles into their butthole yeah. and they kind of like plop them out
4: but it's in slow motion as well have you seen it
2: no, I haven't. Well, you know.
1: I bet Sophie something, has. Yeah, something,
4: <laughs> something it was
3: your, Sophie who's <laughs> been blocked
4: <laughs> Maybe that's
1: why I, I've always failed at tucking. Maybe I've been doing it wrong all along. You have to actually put them in your butt. Mm. Mm. Mm.
4: Or someone else's butt. <laughs> or someone else's butt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently other people in the studio have got sent it too it's not just you though. this is a viral it's vinegar. viral yeah if someone could tweet it or instagram it to me that would be sensational yeah, Baby. Baby. name on instagram yeah, she Thank needs you. to
1: see it she needs to see it no. so vinegar yes. that was your
2: song yes.
1: we love your song what's next for vinegar
4: oh god well i've got my first solo show coming next month yeah. yes oh, amazing yes it's called basic racer um and it's all about my time on drag race but it's all kind of like dreamy so it's all stuff that i think should have happened and my perception of Things that happened in the moment. So who will be playing Crystal? Um, Crystal will be played <laughs> by piece um, of A piece of cardboard, yeah. <laughs> piece of
2: cardboard because an old sponge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
4: yeah, uh, where's
2: this show gonna be?
4: So it's we're planning the dates now. Like where we are, um, we've just confirmed a few venues um, at the OMG. I think I'm allowed to say that. Yeah. Um, and we're hoping to take it to a couple of theatres around the country yes, as well. So and then, yeah, see if we can take it abroad for a bit. M- maybe Edinburgh as well. Um, my, I definitely will do Edinburgh. Maybe this show won't be. New one who knows, but yeah, just get let's get some shit out there, and some new music is coming as well. Fantastic! So, and you've yeah. got
2: Dragcon coming up,
4: and Dragcon yeah. as as well as you, my love. Yes. Yeah, and
2: the- I'm going to be there as well. All Cleaning the box
4: <laughs> Please welcome Baby Lane. Cleaning the box
2: Yes,
0: icons <laughs> there. No
2: there I were no icons, icons there. Oh, there well, no so because like, this is the first one in the UK. Are we excited about? Because you two yeah. have been to one already. We went you? to New York, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, it's that gonna was be Cam. amazing. And that was like when you were properly blagging it, because no one really knew who you were. Right?
4: No, they <laughs> no, people thought that I was Meatball. Have you heard of Meatball? People <laughs> <laughs> go Meatball. I went, that's I'm a, not Meatball. That's a fucking oh. compliment. I know. I fucking love me, but I'm yeah. working with her actually um, on DragCon weekends. I can't wait.
2: Oh, amazing. It's really great. Can and wait. you've got your booth all ready to go.
1: Booth is
4: about sixty percent ready. My merch is already
2: because people might not know what the booth thing is you two are just talking all your drag trade shit what I, is, what's the booth?
4: I compare it to like um, like the Albert Square Market but with drag so basically <laughs> you've got you've got your store you've got your booth you come over meet meet your queens um, and, and grab some stuff Gra- yeah. some, grab, grab a some t-shirt cool
1: grab a print get a photo mm. have an experience have a kiss mm. and you know just
2: like get your face in my sweaty hairy titties mm. <laughs> right I'm going to say something now to you two that might trigger you slightly and I, oh. I don't mean to trigger you, okay. because obviously Drag Race UK has just been nominated for two NTA awards, this yep. isn't a triggering fact, Best Bruce uh, Forsyth Best Entertainment Show, you're up against like anti well, and people it's like chewing. that, yeah. which is pretty Absolutely. amazing, Ruse up for Best Judge maybe Best Host it should have been, okay. but Obviously, we are approaching the beginning of. Um, they put the casting out there. Season two. Yes. How do we feel about some new? Some lucky queens are about to get a very important phone call.
1: Aren't yeah. They? Yeah. Any day now.
4: I think it's amazing. Yeah. That this show has got a second season coming and some more people who I think I it's know, an
1: absolute tragedy. It's going <laughs> to fucking destroy my career.
4: <laughs> we need someone I else keep to play a role.
1: Drag is full. It's one in one out, <laughs> babes. You need to wait for someone to die before you can start drag. Well,
4: I'm going to fully support it. I'm looking forward to seeing some nice people come up. Uh, but if they come for my gigs, I will just strangle them. So do not do not try and do a slag. It's going to be
2: really interesting to see who you two align yourselves with because we'll know it's yeah. exactly that. I'm I'm gonna go up.
4: for someone thin and white. That's what I'm gonna lie myself. <laughs> hey! <laughs>
3: um,
2: but does it feel? Does it feel like? How do you feel? Do you feel kind of like sad about that? You know, it's. I mean, it, I'm sure it'll be a while until we find out who they are. You've still got a good innings in it. Yeah. Or do you kind of feel like I've done that now? No, We're moving I'm, on. I'm so excited to see what happens in season two. Like, I,
1: having been on a show, I am a much bigger fan of the show. Because yeah. Now I'm like oh my god, I imagine what that was like, and imagine what it was happening to them backstage when that happened, and blah, blah, blah. Like, you're just, like, so engaged. And, yeah. like, you also can never criticize a drag queen ever again, especially on that show. Like, you know how hard it is, and you know how much it's stacked against you to, like, mm. be successful, don't you? So you watch it, and you I don't know, I think I watch it with fondness now.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm not that triggered by it anymore, which is good.
2: You say that until the cast is released,
4: yeah. and
1: you're going to be <laughs> crying <laughs> on your phone,
2: like no.
4: <laughs> the but in. I think we've set
1: the
2: bar very high.
4: <clears throat> the bar is very high, ladies. So yes. if you get on the show, don't come with no fucking shite.
2: <laughs> but what other <laughs> opportunity? Like, because you, you spoke about your solo show, we know we've got music coming up. Mm. What else is the like? what would be a dream for you? Because when I, I interviewed you a few months ago and we were talking about EastEnders and you were saying mm. that, is there anything else that sort of has come out recently? Would you do like another musical for instance? I'd done with
4: love that? to do another musical. I'd love to do, um, I'd love to do Moul- Moulin Rouge when that comes over as a uh, yeah. stat, That's like a dream role. Mm. Um, I'd love to do some more TV. I'd love to write for TV as well. Some more like sitcom-y stuff. Uh, Ducks, it comes like, like Nighty-Night, but a drag version of that. Yes. <laughs> like a vinegar version, Nighty-Night. Um, and then, yeah, and see what comes up. I think this is such a great platform for all of us, and we're all so different. Um, and you know Crystal, with what she does, um, you know, she could literally produce a show, which is circusy or whatever, and literally take it by storm. So, so I can write a script and take that away. And I think there's so, there's so much room for all of us to do what we want to do with this. Um, it's just doing it and just yeah. getting out there.
1: Yeah, it's an exciting year the opportunities yeah. are rolling in mm. things got a bit quiet over Christmas I don't know but whether or not for you I guess you were still doing Jamie and I was like oh god is this it it's the rollercoaster over but then January rolled around and my inbox is full again
2: so. yeah it's great yeah I could tell because she was starting to message me again I
1: was like oh so she's not as
0: booked as she thinks
2: she is she's not blessed or booked at the moment <laughs> but
4: yeah but I always say like no, you know with, with this show it, it really isn't what, what happens on the show it's what you do afterwards mm-hmm. um, and you know you either take it with both hands or you just go okay cool that was the thing yeah. I'm going to go back and do what I was doing before and I think both are valid and some sort of way, to so. selling out
1: Vinegar to selling
2: <laughs> out to selling out and do you know what it's been amazing to talk to you again Aww. and hasn't she done well to like to navigate Drag Race and to still be in a major western show and I think you need to give yourselves a couple of days break babe because you've been working oh, hard yes. haven't you oh, absolutely yes. it's been so nice to catch up you we'll thank you for coming Con. in are you going
1: to stick around and we'll have a little G&T after the oh show oh my god I'd
4: love that Yeah. mine's a double please dear Jokes, <laughs> 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 everyone up for
1: Vinegar and Vinegar, you- <laughs> vinegar The song's for you because we we were listening to it on tour. <laughs> that's a pink deep cut for you.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh pink. Oh, I don't know deep cut pink.
2: And we're back! Oh, isn't this lovely?
3: I'm having it's such so a nice, nice time. I with can't you, believe we're
2: almost done. I know, but we have still got a lot to cram in, my darling. So Ooh. I'm baby lame, and I'm with Crystal from Drag Race UK, everybody. But it is time for the lame report. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> literally, you literally don't have, even have oh, a sound well, effect I do, for I do. it. I do. Wait. Go on. <laughs> Ooh, yes, it's the lame report. This the lame is the report. showbiz gossip section of the show that no one cares about, no one gets to check. But we're actually breaking this idea that it's rubbish. We actually have an amazing guest on the phone. That's so right. I don't know if anyone's been watching it on Channel Four. There's a program called SAS: Who Dares Wins. Have you been watching it, Crystal? Yeah, Started d- on Sunday. It stands for uh, what is it? Um, sexy Army Sluts. Sexy Army Sluts. Exactly. But no, it's a Channel Four, that, a show that's been running for a while now. It's twenty-five men and women, all whatever gender you are, whatever you think, they're chucked on a Scottish island at the moment and they just have to battle it out and see who it survives. Mm. It's been amazing. It's deemed, as they're sort of saying in the press release, the toughest, most unforgiving selection course yet. Sounds and we ha- It sounds really hot. And we've got number seven, Mark, a.k.a. Okay, drag queen extraordinaire and our mate, Civil War on the line, yes. all the way from
3: New York.
2: Hello, Sybil. Hello,
1: Hello London,
2: this is New York. Oh, you are so jet set, babe. She literally, she's on <laughs> telly for 10 minutes and she's already in New York, wheeling and dealing. I had, to, no I had to go, it
6: aired on Sunday, I had to get on the plane and get out and just the paparazzi
2: were there. I, I, I understand, babe. Can I quickly say, can my friends stop, can my friends stop going on reality TV shows, please? It's like, <laughs> fucking stop it!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no one was expecting this one. This is a bit of a gag. When did you apply for oh. this?
6: Uh, so I applied for this like way back in like June, uh, like May, June last year. And um, like it was this huge, long, drawn out like audition process. Had to be like a physical, like a physical test, a fitness test, Psyche eval, everything. Um, we I only found out I was on the show two weeks before I went in.
1: Oh, they like to do that. Some too, people don't didn't they? find out they were going
6: in <laughs> until the morning. Like, they got a call and were like, we're sending you a car, be at the
2: airport in two hours. Oh, my God. And you, like, because literally the shit they do to you, they're putting it's things crazy. over your heads. We've already seen you, like, you know, in the cold water. Dead drop off a... <laughs> yeah, you're a dead drop. <laughs> We've seen you in your underwear, which I'm not going to say <laughs> yeah, was the most we disgusting image I've ever seen. But, um, what? It sounds, you may see I'm- more of me at some point. Oh, really? Oh. Ooh. I actually yeah, feel a I, bit I'm sick I'm now. i but- nothing. Is it wrong for me to say it seems a bit sexy? Is, that just, is it just me that thinks it's all a bit sexy? Yeah, how did it feel
1: when you <laughs> were there?
6: Like, so I've watched all four seasons. Like I love the show, and it's super sexy watching it. When you're there, like, <laughs> all of it goes out the window. Mm. Like, you aren't washing, there are no... So like, like, when I say the toilets are literally a plank of wood with holes in, with no barriers in between them, and, you, and you're not allowed to go to the toilet on your own. It's, you have to go you know,
1: with someone. But, right. So, see, I think I've seen that porn, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> like, I can, can you imagine, like, Crystal being on Drag Race and, like, taking
2: a shit next to a bag of chips? Or, ah, like, well, I love it. Like, it really does put the Drag qu- Race girls into perspective. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want to do the lip sync. And it's like, and there you are, like, bloody surviving, like, Private Benjamin. Yeah. And, uh, um, I've heard you... Obviously, we've had chats before, and you've got a bit of a slick mouth. You can, you know, snap back. Is it not hard to, like, when you've got these, like, men shouting at your face, like, pick this up, do that? Was it not hard to just turn around and just be like, fuck you? Do you know what I mean? You learn learn so quickly what the consequences of that are. Right, Okay. Um, I'd be out,
6: wouldn't If you you step... If you put one foot out of line, everyone gets punished. Oh, wow. And like, there was one bit where... Like, and Middleton was like shouting at someone, and he asked a question to one of the people, and I just went like, ref- in, like as a reflex to answer, just like, oh, I know the answer to that, and like, he put me in the like plank position and just left me there, oh, like,
1: wow,
6: left me there for a good like ten minutes, and like,
1: wow, just
6: carried on talking to everyone else. I feel like that was just like.
1: I feel like it would be hard not to accidentally have other things like slip out. Like, yes, staff, spit on me, staff.
3: <laughs>
1: I mean, so Foxy. Let me say. Let me say this.
6: Foxy isn't just his nickname. He is quite possibly the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Ooh. One of the one of the DS. There was one part where he walked past me when we were on a beach, and I like turned my head and clocked in him and audibly gasped. He was that beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he just like. It was, like, the rugged Scottish, like, where, like, he looks off into, like, the grey sky and the wind caught his hair, and I was like...
2: But I mean, the the other amazing thing about this is, obviously, we we know you as you know, you've been doing sort of fitness stuff for a long, long time now. You're the like the fittest drag performer in in London, easily, I'd say, in terms of like physically. um Like, how surprised have you been by the reaction that this has had? Because obviously, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit root one for people to be like, oh, what this guy's a drag queen. But it's like, you know, it's getting people talking, it's getting people thinking. Like, mm. have you been surprised by the reaction so far? I've
6: I've been so shocked. Like I, um, when I sat down on Sunday night, like I was with some friends and they all had Twitter open and they were like, "We'll we'll like gauge the response." And I was fully prepared for it just to be like vile.
3: Yeah, Because um,
6: yeah. it's like it's this macho show. It's not like yeah, it's a macho show, and everyone's like, yeah, 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 "Yeah, but like the response was just overwhelmingly positive." And like anyone who did throw something back, like. Everyone else piled on them, and were like, "That's you, amazing." You tweet that from your sofa, like. Well, I, I take it you didn't read my tweets it.
2: then. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted oh, not, no, a I, lot I, of I've tweets. had you blocked for years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's what. So Sybil, you're basically destroying toxic masculinity. One reality oh, show at wow. a time. <laughs>
6: you and me both, you and me both, man. Getting that hairy chest
2: out on the wrong yes. way. I, I need to ask you about your dad as well, because you said that you've been doing this because he was in the army and this is a big thing. What's like, what's Papa Papa War? Is that what we call him? Do we call him that? What do you call your dad, Daddy? Colonel War. Colonel War. <laughs> what's Colonel he, what's War. He, <laughs> Colonel War. Wow. wow. What has he sort of made of it so far? Is he like chuffing? Like,
6: he he's found like when i first told him i was doing the show he was really bemused because he was in the sas himself for many 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 years and like that part of his life is a complete mystery to me and my sisters and the rest of our family so like i first started watching this show is like trying to get a bit of an insight into him and that was kind of one of my main motivations going into it and when i told him i was applying he was like just like but it's just like whatever it's nothing like and then as i got closer to being on the show he like paid a bit more attention and once he watched it like one messaged me and was like he actually really enjoyed it and you did very well and, like, well you so, yeah, did do very like, well
2: so far yeah, yeah you're just like if only you could apply this attention to your drag
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, no. i was so impressed the serenity on your face when you yes. did that back fall off that pier like you just looked so calm and poised it was amazing
3: Oh,
6: thank you. I, like, Anne Middleton is just stood out of shot staring directly at you, <laughs> <him>. And <laughs> you're like, if I don't do this correctly, I'm going to have to... And what they didn't show on the show was if you didn't do it right, you had to go up and do it again. Fuck. And, like, oh, so you're going to look as serene as you, as you right? possibly
2: can then, aren't yeah. you? You're going to be like... <laughs> and is it right that you're, I, the, I, I, you're the bookie's favourite to win? Yeah, I've been seeing this in the tabloids. Yeah, you're very popular with red, the red tops in the tabloids at the moment. They're saying you're going to win. I
6: did a... I did a uh, the Daily Mirror
2: interviewed me and my dad today. Wow, Oh, you're getting big. Um, I know you probably can't reveal yeah, a lot the about the show and stuff, but can you tell us what the most challenging thing is that you've done? And if it's going to spoil the actual challenge, don't do it. But like, maybe like tease one of the sort of the big stunts coming up that you, you're going to be part of.
6: Um, so you saw, like, you saw in a clip for next week, we had to do a task which was called the million task, which is literally they took us to this abandoned like shack like stone building and lined us all up and then two by two called us out put pads on like boxing gloves on us and a head mask and a thing oh, and you just had to stand in the middle of the circle of everyone else and when they said go you just had to pound on each other uh, excuse me and, like, excuse me well yeah that, com- it sounds a lot more erotic than it is yeah no well, it's just the way them, you sold but, it like, then <laughs> Beat the living hell out of each other until they told you to stop.
1: Honestly, like, um, we're making the jokes, but it, no,
2: look, actually, I've just that like in my head. Show. That actually yeah. just went in my head. So, people are beating you up. Yeah. Fuck. It, yeah. Living hell. Is, like, fight uh, club whole, or something. Yeah.
6: The whole point about it is, like, they're trying to teach you about controlled aggression and, like, being able to turn it on and turn it <laughs> off, turn yourself on and turn yourself off. But, like, I had in my head. I was like, I, I'm just gonna picture every like person who's thrown homophobic abuse at me ever. Like, I'm just gonna picture them, and that's how I'm gonna get through this. And then they paired me up with the other gay guy. Oh, <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> oh God!
2: Beat your own. Like, just
6: threw me out. Oh. Uh, but yeah, like, it, it, like it, that was the, that was. The, but no, honestly, God, the hardest thing on the entire show was the stuff that you don't see, which is when you, we're back in the dormitory and you're just. Like you finish a task, you get back, you're quite literally battered and bruised. And they're like, oh Go and wait for your next detail and you just go and sit there and then you have absolutely no idea how long you're gonna be there for before they're kicking the door and go, 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 go And like like it could be like you could finish at ten PM, they kick in the door at midnight, you're back at one uh you're back at one in the morning, at two in the morning you're up doing your like watch on the watchtower and then they're kicking in the door at four AM and you're back out again.
2: Wow. It sounds You are like slaying it, though. Yeah. And, like, I just think it's amazing that oh, you, you. you've done this. And we, we have to wrap up now, but also as well, before we go, everyone's supporting you. But you also, you're, you're coming back with your big club night to London as well, aren't you? To return to Sybil's house. The Sybil's house it is. She's coming back. She's been away. She's been to rehab and um, <laughs> the house is throwing open its doors again
6: on the 15th of February. 15th um, of February. Which I'm very, very excited about.
3: 15th, Baby
1: and I have both performed there. It's a gorgeous, joyous space. It's so, so much fun. Such an amazing uh, environment and energy and just everyone's so supportive. So we can't wait to come and back. And we can't wait
2: to play the fight game as part of the yes, activities Yes, can't wait to the wait, watch oh, get yeah. the
1: shit beat out of you <laughs> on Sybil, stage.
2: we
3: love you. Speak <laughs> to you soon. Bye. Thank love you, you, Sybil. Guys so much. Thank Bye. You. Bye.
2: I can't believe that Sybil's even doing that. I know, it's It's crazy. crazy. Right, I've got a few more showbiz bits I need to squeeze in That was a good coup you had there, baby. Um, I'm missing Britney Spears. Are you missing Britney Spears? Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> there and I've that done was it. that was you hanging up on yeah, Sybil. Was, <laughs> poor Sybil had to poor listen Sybil. to that this is what happens drag queens pressing buttons yeah, she's we getting can't cocky be trusted. she fucked up Brittany, I'm missing Britney so I've got some news Britney news for everybody that that cares still does anyone care about Brittany? everyone Britney? cares Britney if, is coming back okay. to LA okay Well, she's not actually going to be there. Uh But there's basically, she's got a new immersive experience called Britney Spears' The Zone (laughs) that is coming to LA. Wait, inspired by the Seminole album? (laughs) Not just the In The Zone album, which is iconic in itself. No, inspired by her entire career. I've got the press release here that I'm going to read. And this is fascinating stuff, everybody. So Britney is coming back, and she loves her fans, the press release says. So now people will get to reenact... Some of her greatest moments. Oh my God. So, shall I give you some of the things that you can do at uh, this Britney? Wait, experience? so
1: just so I'm clear, this isn't a this isn't a concert. This is like a Britney interactive it's, it's museum. Breakthrough
2: technologies, the fashions. It's not a museum. Breakthrough it's inter- technologies, the fashions. You think of Britney, you think of fashion. <laughs> 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 there's a Starbucks where you can get an iced latte <laughs> or the thing. So, some of the things that you can do at this, which are amazing, there's going to be a circus themed room because obviously she did sure, circus. The that album, makes sense. With a 40 foot type rope rope walk. <laughs> (laughs) photo opportunity (laughs) because she's always on a typewriter, isn't she Uh, there's a live ringmaster yeah (laughs) and a tarot card reader lovely Um, some of the other things there's going to be an airline a la toxic okay now I'm on board
1: (laughs) so wait do you get to be a trolley dolly I a guess sexy trolley dolly and with it.
2: May- a- maybe a Britney Spears lookalike will drag you into the toilet cubicle and make out with you and pull off the yes. mask or something. But um- speaking of toxic, <laughs> is there um, is there a laser grid that you need to traverse? No, but there is a merch shop a (laughs) substantial merch shop there because we know how important (laughs) merchandise is but one of our friends actually went to see britney at the meet and greet yes and it sounds like you're going to get more britney from this than you would doing that to be honest well i mean (laughs) anything britney is more britney what would you you want to see what would you want to see from the britney live experience
1: i think i'd want um i think i'd want one of those motion capture suits Mm, and i would want like a 3D snake hologram situation where you get to like Slave be sexy with a snake, yeah. Ooh,
2: yeah. yeah. But I think really like you want to do, you want the live Britney experience, don't you? Well, I was thinking a horror maze element might be quite fun for this. <laughs> Because I don't okay, know if you recall on. Me Against the Music uh, with Madonna uh, yeah. and how Madonna stalks <laughs> Britney around the so room. So you're a
1: horror maze but you're chased by Madonna, Madonna. in a white suit. Yeah,
2: and Madonna's <laughs> literally like, hey, Britney! <laughs> and you she just have it she's on She's got like, a cane. Yeah, just like literally. <laughs> and you're just like... And then maybe you come into a room and you do like a cute little dance routine. Yeah, around like, a... Around the a, bed. Post. Around <laughs> a bed,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: have, have, you, you, have you... Go on. Oh, no, tell me this. Have go, you seen that meme of um, Britney and Madonna dancing around that dilapidated bed and it says, gay is trying to put together... An ikea bed <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe that could be another challenge you oh, yeah. construct the bed yeah. another one i was thinking about you know how she's like arty farty yeah she loves to paint and she loves to paint topless and naked so i thought you could go into like a live action everyone gets their tops off and they all do some arty farty painting amazing amazing but the most britney thing about this story which i just it's just so perfectly britney um apparently there was another um venue called the zone in la about a five minute drive from britney's one and it's a strip club. So-, <laughs> so is there an affiliation? Can you go do the Give Me like, More video? It's like you get a pass,
1: isn't <laughs> yeah, it? You yeah. get,
2: oh, the Give Me More video. Yeah. To- <laughs> I think
1: that's perfect. Anyway, we've learned today that sex work is work. So- we have learned today. that So, you know, go see The Zone and <laughs> then
2: go to The Zone and support your local sex workers. And support Britney as well, because she needs the support. She- and the money. <laughs> do you know what? I think we're coming to the end now. I would love to finish on some more Agony aunt. Examples. Oh,
1: I'm not even sure we've got time. Have we not? No, I think we are out of. Uh, let me fire one. Quick Come on, quick, one at you.
2: quick one. I reckon we can go with uh, just to finish. Oh, oh, Make oh, it a oh, good one. Oh, oh,
1: oh. Um, what should I do
2: if I get my head stuck in a toaster? Wow. <laughs> That's a a deep question. It is. Um, I would be more worried about the shape of your head, that it can fit into a toaster.
1: I'd say plug it in and depress that lever. (laughs) And just finish.
2: And that's what we're going to do now, isn't it? Yes, and
1: there's only one way we're going to wrap up this two-hour show, and that's
2: with my Top 40 single. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? Quickly, I just want to say, Crystal, this has been so much fun. Oh, it's been a delight. Thanks to all of our amazing guests. It's been brilliant. We loved it. Thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for... um, God,
1: Baby Lame's done this before, hasn't she? You can tell. tell. And
2: also something else you can tell is I'm going to be doing a solo show on the 24th of March at the Pleasance Theatre called Whatever Happened to Baby Lame? That's my plug,
1: everyone. Next door at the Pleasance Theatre, actually. (laughs) And go follow Baby on Instagram, (laughs) baby.lame. Now, here it is, the cast of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Yes! Break up, bye-bye, the filth harmony version. You're welcome. (laughs)
0: UK. <laughs> you, you like have been listening to a FUBAR radio podcast for more information
5: go to foobarradio.com.